Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 29. Holy moly, that's a lot. Plus, we had like 16 more before that. This is a huge season. Uh, we are excited coming to you live at twitch.tv slash Bards every Tuesday, 7, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can catch us on our YouTube channel for the videos uh, later on in the week, as well as our podcast for your listening pleasure there. I'd like to make a quick shout out to one of our patron supporters, Brandon Moak. Thank you so much, Brandon, for all your support. Uh, if you want to help out as well, please take a look at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. Uh, without further ado, let's get a recap of what happened last adventure from Jeremy. We did so much in our last adventure. Uh, the defenders were aboard the Sleek Star where we started and we're starting to uh, look around the ship when we were attacked by a large tentacled purple thing. It nearly killed Piercy like twice, who then miraculously revived, stabbed it in the head, and killed it. Just like like one move, and he was out. Uh, so we then, uh, looking around the ship and whatever was left of the Napers Wake, we got Sir Cardamon to join us. He was uh, one of the few survivors of the sailing ship. He actually ran away from us a couple of times, and Sildren went straight up mermaid, terrified everybody, and brought him back to us uh, like over and over again. But Sir Cardamon uh, came on to uh, back to the uh, the great taint that we were all on earlier, and uh, we heard all the stories again about Captain Jagged and how he took a prisoner with him, which never happens, and he took a woman aboard a ship, and it was decided that we needed to start going after uh, Captain Jagged rather than uh, the other missions that we had going on. So... It's what it looks like uh, for us is that we started uh, all telling the tape that we were going to go and we went to Embert Isle because we found out about uh, the Blood Gypsy from uh, Captain Mad Eyes. And she's the only one that has further information about Captain Jagged. So we went to Embert Isle to find her, instead found a whole bunch of ramshackled shacks, found an inn with people that are full of stories and ideas and other ships. Palik almost got shanghaied. It was one thing out of, after another after another until eventually we got to the Blood Gypsy who told us all sorts of information. His name was Captain Rokage. His wife was stolen. He was completely betrayed and he was had to pay back a bounty but was filled with rage and with hatred and so many other things that he just became this unkillable force of hatred and, and death. And now we've discovered that he is near the Hazen depths and is unkillable. But if we sink the ship and then sail into the eye of the storm, we have a chance. We don't know, but we're going after him. We're going to try to take him down and we may end up dead in the process. So from there, let the adventure begin.
On one of the largest islands in the shimmering sea, the pirate town of Port Rising lies partially hidden. Through growing trade and successful piracy, Port Rising is now an impressive town that has outgrown its hidden cove. Wooden houses, long piers, tall ships, shops, far too many taverns, and plenty of folks from other kingdoms call this island home. A dock worker tosses a line at a ship, slowly pulling alongside the pier. He looks up as a halfling pokes her head over the railing of the vessel and yells down. Ahoy there, landlubber! We've arrived to liberate you from your food, your libations, and your loved ones. So shiver your timbers and strap down the taint. Palik the pirate is here. The ship comes to a stop and rocks gently against the dock. Landlubber? Pirate, when did you become a salty sea dog, Palik? Turns out I'm a natural on the ocean. I'd swashbuckle anyone here. Uh, I'd uh, disagree. Hell, every one of us has gotten used to the pirate life and taken to the sea. Sir Brenrose drops out of the ship onto the wooden pier, stumbles to the beach, and kisses the sand. Thanks, Celine. Dry land again. How I've missed you. If I never set foot on another ship, it will be too soon. Master Yaru walks across the sand and helps the old knight to his feet. There, perhaps not all of us have taken to the pirate lifestyle. Sebrenros, there is no shame in knowing your limitations. Remember, a cat that does not take to water is worth more than two in the bush. Master Yaru, your... Wisdom knows no equal. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. The rest of the heroes jump off the ship and gather on the beach. Just beyond are wooden shacks and the sounds of sea shanties drifting out of sketchy taverns. Oh, it's good to get off that ship. The taint was starting to smell. Oh, I love that song they're singing. Uh, I love sea shanties. You love what? Uh, sea shanties. Huh? A sea chanties, chanties of the sea. It reminds me of when I, uh, my favorite sea chanty passed down through the isoki that I will sing for you now. All oh, the times of us hard and the wages low. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. And the grub was bad and the gales did blow. It's time for us to leave her. Oh, leave her. Johnny, leave her, leave her. Johnny, leave her, for the voyage is done and the winds do blow. And it's time for us to leave her. Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her with the gin. There's many worse that we've sailed in. Oh, leave her, I think Johnny, you're a better swordsman than a bard. Now <laughs> we need to focus. Uh, but, uh, did you like uh, that one? I can't wait to hit every tavern on this island. Drink some drinks and eat something exotic. Ooh, that sounds great! Let's have some fun! Let's get down tonight! We can do a little dance, we can make a little- No! This is the opposite of focusing. Port Rising doesn't seem like the place we want to spend a lot of time in. The longer we stay here, the more likely we are to be thrown in jail. Or we accidentally murder some poor soul. Let's tell the mayor what we know and then head off to the kingdom of Ivoron. They need assistance. 
which would also look good for our king. Uh, but to King Theon, he needs the Meyer here to know that Navarre supports the Thousand Isles and that in a month's time, trade ships will be protected by our king. But uh, how can we even say that uh, when this zombie pirate, the uh, Captain Yaget, is a prowl in the seas? Captain who? Uh, Captain Yaget, with the chomping skull and the yost. Uh, our words are meaningless with the uh, Captain Yaget terrorizing the towns and the chips and the Thousand Isles. Yes, but, but Percy, what can we do about that? The Blood Gypsy said Captain Jagged is unkillable and his ship unsinkable. There is nothing a good man can do about that. The Gypsy also said if we put our lives on the line and secured some treasure of this Captain Jagged, we would make him stronger, yet also mortal. Then that's when we strike. Mm, that sounds dangerous! And something about sailing into the eye of some great storm to find this treasure. Yeah, that sounds super dangerous! Kill me in! Might be better to pass along what we know to the mayor here, and then leave to help out Ivron. We are not sailors, nor pirates. I am! Other than pirate Kalik of the Great Taint, we do better on dry land, and the kingdom of Ivron needs our help. Yeah, that sounds super helpful! Kill me in! Uh, it is King Phaon who needs our help. With Captain Yaget roaming the seas, uh, there can be no trade with the Thousand Isles. We must stop the zombie pirate. He's right! And that sounds super epic! Kill me in! Uh, regardless of our path, we should seek out any information we can in town and speak with the Mayor here. <laughs> oh, I can do that! Let me do that! Kill me in! Xander you takes off! Xander's gone. Xander starts going down the, the path. The path is uh, a rough wooden uh, plank section that are cut into the ground and nailed and like spiked in there that crawls up the side of this island. And this island is is got a slope to it with buildings collecting along the sides, built along the sides. And then there's another uh, level above that with a wide uh, wooden deck along the side of that. And then there's another level above that. There's dozens and dozens and dozens of buildings all over the place all shapes and sizes all made of moldyish wood uh look like they could be barely hanging in there and could topple with the slightest fireball and xander goes skipping up the path and making his way uh into port rising itself what would you folks like to do naru will shake his head and slowly hobnob away himself okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, I suppose someone should keep an eye on him, and uh, Brynros will charge after Xanner. And Sildren follows suit begrudgingly. All right. <laughs> so we'll Piercy wants, oh, Piercy wants to find a, a little shop to peruse. Okay. Polik? Um, Polik will go with the rest of the uh, everybody except for uh, Piercy. All right, Xanner uh, and Yaru go in different directions. You start chatting with some different locals and spend some time trying to get some rough information. What are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for the mayor's uh, dwelling or office, kind of capital of Port Rising. All right. Office 
main office. Yeah, Xander forgot where he was going and why, so he's looking around for uh, how to get to Ivoron and, and for the path, because that was that was the last thing he really caught on to. He wants to get how to get to Ivoron? Yeah. Okay. And, and look for any sort of uh, lore or information about Captain Jagged as well. Captain Jagged okay. and Ivoron. Uh, let's have Xanner and Master Yaru each make society rolls, and let's do minus one for the odd unfamiliarity of this town. Bring it on, Yaru. Oh, one. yeah. Go ahead. 27! <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Not fabulous. <laughs> Not at all. Fabulous. What was Yaru's? Mine was only a 14, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, Yaru, you start asking around and spending some time. How long does this take? Uh, hobnobbing, I believe it takes one hour. Uh, it, yes, gather information activity takes me one hour. All right, you're going from uh, tavern to tavern. There are tons of them going to a couple shops and asking around and everyone seems very tight-lipped. You throw a few copper or silver here or there and no one seems to be particularly interested uh, on sharing what's going on or uh, some even seem to be a bit intimidated. Xander, on the other hand, with a 27, you are given directions to Ivoron on how to get there. It involves heading northeast through the Thousand Islands, past the Northern Isles, and then straight east to the Kingdom of Ivoron, which is a cool kingdom north of where you've been adventuring most of the time of the Kingdom of Navarre. Uh, Ivoron is hardy, healthy folks. They have, uh, they're either tough, woodsman type vikingish vibe or they're out on the open sea one of the two and so they they give rough directions how to get there and they also there's a bunch of boats of different sizes i was going to say parked uh docked <laughs> here at this at the multiple piers and docks of all different heights and sizes and dilapidated quality uh, so they are all offering you passage as well that you look like you've got some money behind you some even identify you as a possibly a wealthy wizard with your big floppy hat with stars on it and uh so yeah you have plenty of offers to uh get you to ivron if you so choose you were also asking about something else what was that uh, uh, captain jagged what do we do how has he been around where's he from Captain Jagged with a 27, you only are able to glean, I think, information you may have gotten before, and that is Captain Jagged has plagued these isles for decades, but he only comes out for a few weeks once every 10 years. And people, by their best guess, believe he should not be here now. He is several years too early. All right. Xander will uh, kind of turn back around and try to contact, uh, find the people who are following him. Xander! That's the greatest news! What's that? I found out exactly everything we knew about Captain Jagged was the same as everybody else! So when are, when are we going to the Hazen Depths? <clears throat> I mean, probably no time soon. He's not supposed to be here for like another five years. But he is. Right. Huh. That's a thing. Oh, also, I know how to get to Ivoron. It's that way. Yeah, we know where Ivoron is. We do? We've seen maps. 
We got Remember all the maps that the captain showed us? I was never let into where the captain showed us the uh, maps. He said it was too small for both of us. Which Yaru, is weird, because I'm a gnome. Yaru getting frustrated on his side of the market sees a floppy hat going around this way. And, oh, Xanar, were you able to get anything out of these people? I mean, really, it's just a simple matter of a question. I mean... I have a book. I can, I can, I can read them a story, but nothing. I got nothing. Nowhere with anybody. How did Jim you? Jim, right over there, introduced me to his cousin Janet. Both of them told me that I could get over here to this way, so I get over to the mayor. But right over there, that guy's having a day off. That's Jim. It's second Jim. There's two Jims. Second Jim <laughs> over there. He's always having his day off, but he's sleeping in because I just found out from his mom that he had a cold like two weeks ago. But he's okay right now. He's doing better. He's not very contagious anymore. He's just sleeping it off so he can wake up at the shop later on in the afternoon. We can go over to Jim's place and he'll get us over to introduce the mayor who lives there. You said his name is Jim? Jim. Second Jim. Not the first one. You told me your name was Larry. You son of a bitch. I'll be back for you later. Okay, let's go to the mayor's house. All right, you go to a, a building the Xanner points at and knock upon the door. And the instead of the door opening, a section of the wall uh, swings open with some wooden supports to create a little shop type opening. And there you see two tubs that are being stirred by an old heavy set woman. And she is stirring laundry in there. And she says, yes, it's a copper per garment. She keeps stirring. Doesn't smell so good. She's pouring some strange bubbly sauce in there. You think you've seen Jix drink long ago. Yeah. Behold, Master Yaru, the mayor! This is the mayor. Where? The, what? the house, uh, that's what I was told. She I holds up some underwear on a big wooden <laughs> stick and then drops it back in. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are very nice. There's a little tag on the underwear that said mayor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silturn walks up, puts like two silver down, and um, excuse me, where is the mayor's residence? Or where does he take office at the moment? She says, I don't know any mayor. The mayor of Port Rising? I don't know any mayor. Now, are you giving some clothes to wash? Who's in charge here? I run my own establishment. Told you! She wipes off some bubbles from the hair coming out of her giant mole. Ah, ha, ha. That's, that's a lot of visual. Hang on a second. Gross. Xander, what's wrong with you? Nothing! What's wrong with you? It's just bubbly hair moles. Or, or one of this my three great fears. This is not the mayor. Why are you bringing us here? No, this is the house. They said the, the red house, the green roof. I think somebody's playing a trick on you. I mean, yeah, look at all the houses. That one's a greenhouse with a red roof. That one's a red house with a red roof. Like They're all the same house. It's the same, man. I was about to say Piercy's shop that he's at on the other side of town. <laughs> it's green and red as well. <laughs> uh, anyone else who is trained in society can spend three more hours uh, to also go around town Ooh. as well. Piercy uh, is. Polik will try. Okay. Children is definitely not. We're all just splitting up. Oh, I'll, no. Kalik doesn't, doesn't find a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Renros wanders with a 26. 
Piercy, what'd you roll? 18. 18, Palik, 13, a natural one. Oh, natural one, yeah. With Palik, Palik, you <laughs> are, <laughs> you are at the <laughs> highest point of the town and upon rejection for the 10th time of no one wanting to share any information with you, you get pissed, slam the door, turn around and fall off, slide down, hit the house underneath, fall off, hit the deck, fall off, hit the house underneath, no. hit the deck down and you take four points of bludgeoning damage and your or uh, you are minus one to any physical thing. You are enfeebled one, is what that is. Jesus. Um, for the next few hours, until uh, the next, until you do your next long rest. That'll teach you to hobnob. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> high stakes. <laughs> Society rolls. You roll. You're dying three. <laughs> Uh, Sir Brenros, on the other hand, Woo. just hears. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Anyways, where was I? <laughs> Mayor, uh, yes, okay. Uh, uh, you with the twenty-six are able to get a little bit of information. Ah, maybe a name. Uh, yeah, um, depends on if you want to spend two gold or not. You can get you get information. Spend two gold, you get a little more information. Interesting. Uh, two gold's the set price, huh? Yes. Uh, then uh, I will part with two gold. All right. You are at some tavern. Uh, there's a bartender, an old bartender there who who says, uh, yes, we don't talk about Mayor John Carlin much. He's he's a dangerous, dangerous man. Uh, he he only meets with, with pirates, dangerous, violent folk. That's what he likes. He has no respect for the meek and the timid. Uh, but he, he he's very very secretive i i've only seen him once in in in, in all the years i've been here he, uh, you 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 better you you, Brenros you better. interrupts his Look. conversation slams down the two gold he'll want to talk to me very well of course um he <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what? Uh, yes, you you would want to speak with uh, the the wealthy innkeeper. His name is Debrash. Uh, he knows all the dangerous people in the Thousand Isles and is a good good friend of of of, of Mayor Jun Cartman. He uh, he has the ear of the mayor. Uh, uh, so I'd speak with with Debrash. He runs runs the One Eyed Squid here in town. One Eyed Squid. I wouldn't be being run around, would I? No, I don't if you're like being run around, my time. no, no, no. When when the locals are messing with you, they tell you <clears> things about like a, a building with a red roof and a green. Very <laughs> well, then. Yeah. <laughs> the run around is a bar down the street. I saw a little bit. <laughs> uh, and uh, okay, uh, then I will head off to that uh, that individual. Then the wealthy. Forgot the name already. Here's two more gold. <laughs> <laughs> I said the name was Debrace, sir. Debrace. Debrace. It's just like it's hard spelled. over that Debrace. <laughs> I need. Can you take that out of your mouth when you tell me? David. Debrace. David. <laughs> 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 he takes his retainer out. out. Yeah. David. Debrace. Uh, You're speaking Debrace. I can't. Hear I gotta go and find Jabrash. All right. Um, <laughs> Mockingly so, but oddly correct. <laughs> Jabrash, are you Jabrash? 
<laughs> I assume we're like kind of, I mean, we had seemed to gather up. I assume we would be, uh, other than Piercy so far, I think we are kind of ended up back together. So I assume we all go. That's up to you guys. I mean, Sildren's going with uh, uh, Sir Brand Rose. Yeah, Yara's defeated. Um, who else? Who just Zander, went? Zander's- who left? Piercy and Palik went different ways to talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's Palik right now? Is she like in a hay bale or something? <laughs> like- no, she got up and dusted herself <laughs> off, and like she's gonna, um, she's gonna look for Piercy and uh, go shopping with with him. All right, Piercy and Palik are together. Xanner, where are you at? And Yaru, I'll, I'll, be, with. I'll be with Sojourn and Brenrose. Yeah, okay. little forlorn. I'm gonna be just following behind Sojourn and Brenrose. Just kicking the can, disappointed he couldn't get the one with the information. <laughs> I've got like a diplomacy, like 18. I can't get to roll those anymore. We're going to need you looking your best for this one. You'll have to charm some... I'm guessing he's not very friendly. Really? To put on your charm. Brenneros licks his hands and starts brushing back the hair of, <laughs> of Xanner. <laughs> what do you know of this mayor from your in- gathering of information? He's fond of pirates and giving the company he keeps we're going to have to get creative that's all i know surely we we should wait for piercy and balik said she was a pirate just earlier today (laughs) he does not sound like a reputable man we should go together as Piercy um, leaves one little shop and starts strolling to the next one down the street, he sees some some feet uh, upside down in a barrel and uh, goes to investigate <laughs> and yanks on them. Ah, oh, it's a Palik. Uh, what you doing in the barrel? Oh, uh, looking for stuff. What are, what are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, what did you find in there? Oh, uh, nothing good. Oh, well, I, I'm, a, I'm just a chopping. Like I, I like to chop and. What do you? What do you? Chopping. Chopping. Yeah. What, for what? Uh, shop like you buying stuff. Oh yes, that's the one. Oh, what are you buying? I don't know. I just like to look and. Oh, do we the should. Go. I got some stuff to sell. We should. Uh, <laughs> should let's go together. Oh, it's he's like got all idea. these. He's got all these tourist trap like little knickknacks, you know, like a little <laughs> snow globe of a pirate ship. He's got a shirt on that says, I went to Port Rising and all I got was this hook hand and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. I got three tracks in my hand, too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's, let's yo in this one here. Yeah. You guys do that. However, the other four of you uh, are searching for a establishment called the... What again? The One-Eyed Squid, I believe, is where you're headed. One-Eyed Squid. You find this tavern, and it is large. It's a former huge warehouse that is stilted up on the second level of the slope of the town. There are places around it. Uh, There's lots of foot traffic going in and around it. It is, the sun is almost set and you can hear lots of music, different types of music coming from inside, lots of laughter. There are some big double doors that are open and letting the uh, the ocean breeze come on in. And you can see this is the place to be here in town. It is, uh, it is a hopping, hopping place. You uh, step inside and some people are pushing their way past, some locals, uh, thin little pirate type sailors. And as you 
come inside, you are stopped. Sir Brenros leading the way first with a big, thick, leathery hand of an armored ogre bouncer who puts his hand in your way. Okay. To his off his right shoulder is a slightly larger armored ogre, and off his left shoulder is a slightly larger armored ogre. And between his legs is a they nest. <laughs> is a between his legs is a thick leathery little gnome who uh, scurries out from between betwixt his legs, and he says, uh, "Ah, pal, no, no weapons allowed in here. You gotta leave them here." And he points to a big crate. Uh, I'm not one to leave my weapons. Who are you? He says, my name's Beaks, Beep and die, and no weapons, no uh, armor, no packs, and definitely no wizard stabs. No armor? That'll take me a week to get out of this. <laughs> Would you settle for late. just the... <laughs> You settle for just the sword. Are you are you deaf, old fool? Don't make me have my buddies rough you up, because they will. I call that ogre Larry. This one over here is his brother Daryl. This one over here is his other brother Daryl, and they will mess you up, my friend. They're from Newhart. Connecticut. You hear music playing from the background. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking in this crate and I see that there might be room enough for for gold. Would that sound about uh, fair for you? No! Oh, prices have gotten steep. Eight gold then. No! <laughs> I'm looking at the ogres to see what they're doing. <laughs> They are uh, watching two. The two off the shoulders are watching you. The one up front is keeping his eyes down below, waiting for some sort of physical command to tear uh, at your throat. Sylvan will kind of ease up to Brenrose, and um, I don't think uh, these are going to be easily dissuaded. We should do as they say if we wish to enter now. Oh, seriously, it'll take a week to get this armor off. <laughs> I, I, I I, can't spare the time. We've only, we've only <laughs> got three hours Renros, to go here. Renros gets down on it's a knee. cast. <laughs> Find like pens in there. It's, 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 it's a lot of actions. A ruler. <laughs> what, what, what would it take? I can't take the armor off, and I need to go in and see Jabrish. No! Okay! Hang on just a second! We can speak! We can talk! Come here! Beep and I! I'm Xander! Beep and I! You're telling me that this crazy amazing party place that's full of everyone in the town has absolutely zero weapons. That's what you're telling me right now? No one but our guards inside have weapons. No weapons, no armors, and definitely no wizard staffs. I'm talking to you, gnome. Don't look at me like that, gnome. I'll be looking at you, gnome. Drop your staff and you can come in. Otherwise, you cannot come in. Where do we put the staff? I don't want anyone to pick it up. You don't know where this has been? It can be gross. I got I got box over there just for just for your group. It's only our group's gonna touch that box? 
Yeah. How to handle that? I've got a little plastic card here and it has a ship of like a clown and it matches and it'll all work out. Place it at the edge of your table. Your server's name is Kyle. Kyle, you tell you what right now. There's a receipt if, and everything. It seems no very receipt. respectable. If Kyle's not there, if you're not gnome swearing to me everything right now, we're going to come back and it's not there. I will rain down all sorts of hell in this place. Yeah, whatevs. <laughs> I can't front. He, he's fine. He's good. He's fine. This is a good idea. Banner <laughs> walks over and puts his, his uh, staff in there. I know, Sir Brenros is watching. He's looking at all the buckles and all the time. This magic sword that means so much to him. And then Xander walks over. Clank just drops the staff <laughs> clattering into the crate. They're good. He leaves, he leaves his hat on, though. Hat's on. You can leave your hat on. It's <laughs> oh. a lot of singing in this episode. <laughs> we ain't done yet. <laughs> I had so many more verses to go before I got here. Oh boy. The joke. I was like, Chris, I know. come on. We only had so much tape though, Tim. We, we got to watch out for yeah. it. Uh, Brenros will deposit his sword into uh, whatever weapons he has into the box. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll try to gain entry. All right. You are stopped by leathery hand of an ogre who says, oh, oh, and holds you back. Really? You're going to take the man's armor? It's just armor. That's the rules. You can come on by. Let the big gnome on by. What if, what if I vouch for it? If, any, if he does anything with that armor, it's... I don't know who the hell... I'm sounding like your dad! I don't know who you are! You know exactly who I am! I'm Xander! I'm Xander the Gnome of Navarre! I have been across all the great waters of the Great Taint! I worked with Captain Mad-Eye! I even learned how to speak pirate in <clears throat> This Xander, is Xander, uh, roll a natural 20. Okay. Oh, here we Sounds go. easy. How about I roll it in? It's a 14. Who? I don't know who you are. I mean, all right. Brenros, you got to take it off. That's all I got to do. I'm already on it. Brenros is starting to unbuckle. And at around round 10, I imagine finishes... (laughs) But the best part's around round nine. You've got that sexy barbarian armor left still on with the brassiere <laughs> and the loincloth thing. We'll make it. We'll make I'm it. I'm asking evil. the ogre to help me with one final. <laughs> just uh, who else was there? City belt. Uh, Sildren's there. Uh, he will deposit the weapons he has. All right. Primarily, the healing staff is what they're most concerned about, uh, <laughs> which uh. is odd. Uh, and Yaru, were you there? So Yaru is there. He has a cloak on, uh, and he has his hands like this, so they can't really see his hand wraps. Okay. You know, so his hands are like in his hood, and he's just going to try to walk on by. Um, Make a thievery roll plus three. Okay. Thievery. Plus three, uh, 22. The gnome says, wait, what do you have there? And pulls your hand out and says, what's this? And points to this weird wrapping around one of your hands. You would not part an old cat from his simple gloves. Those are pretty crappy gloves. All right, off you go inside. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 
What is that? And I sort of that's emanating from this area. Come on, finish up the armor, man. It's just this soft leather armor that's just matted with sweat and white patches of that non uh, that non clear uh, Ben Gay stuff. Yeah, it's just the palest, whitest skin you've ever seen, completely hairless. <laughs> chunks of chunks of like dried baby powder are like rolling out. <laughs> There's that sucker. Puts <laughs> <laughs> in his mouth and heads on in. Reminds me of a story about a Twinkie. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Uh, the place is packed. The place is loud. There are tons of tables everywhere. There are people surrounding the tables, moving around. Uh, it's a big open floor crowded with tables. There's gambling, there's drinking, singing, carousing. Uh, there's also suspended above, because it's a tall warehouse that's been converted into this bar, suspended above on huge thick ropes with huge thick knots underneath are, are, are flat floor sections made of wood where there are more tables and chairs and then smaller ropes for individual planks that are stairs up to them and they just gently move as people are having their good time above there is a huge u-shaped bar to the right hand side uh, of wood that is crowded with uh, a uh, crowded by a whole bunch of people and again lots of laughter maybe some pushing and some some jokes uh there's a strange metallic tube that runs along the inside of the bar's length you're not sure what that is there is a single odd looking bartender with a strange device attached to his head you can barely see from here and in addition you are all uh, completely uh, almost overwhelmed by the cacophony of sounds beyond everything you're hearing in the in the chaos of of everyone uh, enjoying themselves in this rowdy pirate bar uh, there's also music coming from the la uh, from the left that's a band of fiddle players that are playing some old-fashioned pirate songs that's really loud and energetic uh, on the right hand side because it's a big place is a young man who is singing his heart out in a heartfelt song about a lovely girl lost Lost at sea, and then you can hear some strange drumming coming from further on in to the tavern, uh, just adding to this crazy chaos and people. And you're bumping as you're moving through. Maybe you see Tom Cruise going the opposite direction with white hair, but it's really intense, um, intense establishment. What would you four like to do? Uh, Brenrose would like to feel the elation of going thirty. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not armored. Unleash! Brynros will go find a spot at uh, the the bar where he can get more of a view of everything else near the uh, the odd looking bartender. All right, you come up to the uh, odd-looking bartender. You see a strange, orcish-looking fellow with big, thick teeth, and says, "Hey." I don't like your kind here. Oh, man. <laughs> I won't be here long. I'm looking for Jabresh. Where can I get him? He just doesn't care. The bartender uh, wiggles over, and I say that a little literally, as he is a strange amalgamation of man and squid from the upper body. He's got some tentacles that hang low as part of his face and as his arms, but he's got uh, the mobility 
of a uh, exchange of videos here. Mobility of our uh, of a man underneath. He uh, makes his way over towards your side of the um, bar, Sir Brenros, and attached to his face is a strange device that is wrapped around his throat and slightly in his mouth, and it. Uh, is a has a uh, a metal tube a line that goes down to this uh, bar tube as well and it slides along he reaches an end of this tube unhooks it and water comes out gets closer to you and hooks in another tube and slides it along over towards you and comes over and says oh, what are you having friend wine <laughs> Lots of wine. <laughs> Crackers, peanuts, something dry. Uh, and uh, yes. he pushes over uh, another bit of coin there. I, I think uh, probably two golds worth. Ooh, uh, that's a plenty. I'm looking for gibberish. He reaches over and gives you a, a wooden cup, brings it over, a small wooden cup, but somehow pulls off, pulls out a thin wine bottle from the folds underneath where his tentacles disappear and pulls it out with a tentacle. Another tentacle uncorks it and then pours <laughs> nice you, uh, pours you a, uh, a drink. That's a special blend. Thank you. And it looks friends. dark and inky. <laughs> Special blend indeed. Not wanting to be rude, uh, Brenros will down the uh, the thick mixture. All right. Of wine. Uh, you choke it down. Uh, it comes out a little heavy. You got to tap the bottom of the cup a little bit to get it out. <laughs> More of a wine slurry than you were expecting. It's a little more yeasty than you thought it'd be. <laughs> it sticks to everything. It's some, some ma- very mouthy feel. Under a smiles and it's just blackened teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you made me ink. Mm. There's like a dozen people at the bar all just looking at you. He drank it. is trying to blow a bubble with whatever is left in his <laughs> <laughs> A lot more viscous than I expected it to be. I get that a lot. <laughs> how much of that was you and how much of that was wine? I put a little bit of me in everything <laughs> I share. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to wash that down? Yes, please. Salt water, something. <laughs> <laughs> he blows out the kerosene mixture. <laughs> you open up the lamp. <laughs> he says, yeah, I, I know Debrace. Yes, he's he's he owns the place. He's 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 down he's down over there in the grotto. And he points down where the drum music is coming from. Is crying normal? Does that <laughs> I don't, uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, uh, thank you. And Brenrose walks away. All right, Brenrose, I need you to make a fortitude saving throw, oh, please. Nice. Here we go. 
Uh, he's going to make it to the drum thing and then fall over. That's what's going to happen. All right. I've been rolling great this evening. Fortitude saving throw. Here we yes. go. Yeah. The 37. 37? Whoa, nice. You grab a second. You pay for a second cup before you go. <laughs> You're good. Mmm, uh, chunky. Got a go. sense of fortitude from drinking the first one. Got a, I've got a, a nice sized roadie of <laughs> whatever we got going. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we have Palik and Piercy, the two P's. You guys are outside hitting some different shops. Anything interesting you would like to shop for or do? Um, Piercy's perusing. He has just kind of seen what, um, what is the kind of common wares that he would find in a shop in, um, or rising. rising. Or rising. Uh, you can see that uh, more on a commercial level, they are not just a ramshackle pirate town. You can see that there are some slight, I would say, middle class style goods to make your place look a little bit better, some slightly better clothes than just sailor scraps. So your overall view is that this place is growing this town is definitely uh it's it's it's, it's the place to be the top 10 one of the top 10 towns <laughs> in varen uh so yeah it's, it's uh yeah it's starting to grow a little bit there's it's becoming just a hint on the respectable side is what your various shopping uh gets you uh, uh what we have here oh this looks nice this that's a shiny one Ooh. And if you want to spend one silver, you can buy some piratey clothes to blend in very well and look very piratey, a little bandana and a little sailor type stuff. Or if you want to spend uh, one gold, you can get a miniature boy's captain ship outfit. <laughs> I'll buy that for Polique. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you've been a wanting to be the pirate, so... Yeah, this is great! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it look good on you. Oh, yeah. She busts out some scissors and is just going to town. <laughs> um, uh, are there any kind of... Um, Chrissy wants to see if there's, like, maybe a... A magic-y type of shop or a place yeah. that maybe he can find some bracers that might be a little special. Some or... some potions too, some like healing potions. Ooh, that would be very unlikely, but this is also where weird things can pass through town. Let's make let's make a very challenging society roll. And what you need to roll is clearly the number that is known as the number of, uh, shoot, where did it go? Make a 28 society roll, either one of you. Oh, 25 is so close. 25. Oh, oh, fuck. So <laughs> 27 for Falik. Uh, you find like the best magic shop ever, and like, we're closed. We close at six. And the door <laughs> slams shut. No, you don't play anything. We, get, we don't get flanking? Nope, no flanking bonus. <laughs> flanking. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, then. Yeah, Percy's just mulling around. And okay. I would, if we're in a shop, I'd like to pull out uh, one of the paintings we found. Not the one with uh, King Feon in it, but the other one with the two other gentlemen. Yes. 
and try to barter and see how much uh, gold we might get from That's that. That's an interesting one. Uh, and where did you find, you remember where you found this? Uh, I believe Sildren found them in uh, the, sh- the the wrecked ship. In, Na- uh, Neighbor's Wake. Yeah. Neighbor's yeah. Wake. F- found them in the chest. Um, let's see. Bump it up a dumb. Thought there were some other interesting things. No, where's it at? Oh, there we go. Um, yes, you are able to uh, sell that, and uh, they are. It's got a nice frame. They are willing to give you five gold for that. Uh, how how about ten gold? They're willing to give you five gold for that. Uh, no sale, no sale. I, I don't think they understand the true wow you, uh, uh, you're painting there, Pugik. I don't think so either. These guys suck. How about daggers? Do you guys have any daggers for sale? They absolutely do, and you can buy as many daggers as you would like. For five gold? <laughs> or one pain? Dagger, 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 dagger. I'm not super keen to get rid of the paintings just yet because I think we might, uh, but I wanted to see. Feels like 50 gold, sure. Uh, They have, uh, yeah, they have daggers. Daggers are worth two silver, although they do have a uh, fancy-ish looking dagger uh, worth one gold that they, the guy says, "Uh, yes, this is a dagger from the elven realm of Ethlian. By by looking at it, does it seem like uh, the stats would be better than a standard dagger? <laughs> Make a arcana roll of oh, twenty eight or higher. Ooh, that's that's gonna work out well. <laughs> that's not even possible. I got a nine. A nine. You take two points of slashing damage as you try to <laughs> figure that out. <laughs> Uh, the whole blade licking thing you keep on <laughs> doesn't work. Uh, but no, it looks sweet as all heck, but no, it doesn't seem uh, to have any special properties. I will buy that fancy elven dagger, and I will also buy three of standard daggers. Okay. Uh, you can do so, and he can even sell you with that uh, little bandolier you can wear around your uh, okay. shoulder if you want. Very good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Meanwhile, back in the tavern, we had Xanar, Yaru, and Sildren doing what? What are you three doing as uh, you see Brenros is getting a big old grin slowly on his face over time? Uh, Yaru walks up to the bartenders. Do you feel death? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm, actually, um, I've been sitting on that for a minute. Yaru is going to. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah, that was great. Yaru is going to try to hobnob as if it didn't just fail outside the gates of uh, this establishment, hoping nobody came in and like recognizes him. And hobnob to what? To what goal? What are you looking uh, for? I don't. I didn't hear what uh, Ren was saying, so I'm also looking for the mayor. Um, still on my hunt for um, the mayor and uh, okay. where, I, where I might find him. Um, asking about the mayor directly doesn't get you any spe- uh, specific information, but if you want to spend an hour here with your hobnob bonus, you can spend a full hour here, and uh, then you can try and make a roll. Uh, I will do that. Uh, I don't think it would take an hour uh, in the game for my uh, for people to find me, but I'll still take the option. Okay. 
to hobnob until someone finds me. All right, Sildren, Xander. Uh, at this point, Sildren's just following Sir Brenros's lead. All right, Xander wants to go uh, see if he can find some musicians. You can see where the bard is and and see what they're doing. Uh, you've got fiddlers on your left and a lone singer on the right. Are they together or are they just... No, they're on opposite sides of the establishment. The music clashes in the middle. (laughs) And then you've got this drumming coming from the far grotto area that Sir Brynros and Sildren are heading towards. Uh, There's a cacophony of sounds for sure. Sildren has cast Vital Beacon at some point also. (laughs) I just noticed that. But you're being touched as you go by different crowd members. Yeah. It turns everyone, very rave-like. For yeah, every, every just like, like, oh, oh, wow. How many charges do I have? <laughs> Those drums start getting louder and louder. Uh, Santa's going to head over to the singer. Okay, you are over at the uh, singer, and he starts singing a song about stars, how pretty they are, and is looking directly at you with a big smile and kind of making this, uh, if you're not into the music, like glee club scene it can get very awkward having someone close to you just singing right at you type of a vibe uh and that's what he's doing and as he's singing uh you feel a hand touch you zanner and the hand touches your right shoulder and slips down your chest a bit and around your throat and you turn around and see a slightly older husky woman of the evening smiling mostly toothily at you from behind. Oh, uh, hi there, you. Uh, <laughs> that's well, a- hello, cutie. I'm Treasure. Hi, Treasure. You, you seem nice. Uh, you have a personal space issue, I think. It might be deficiency, but you uh, come here often, I guess. She slips her other uh, arm around you and spins you around and puts both arms now behind your back, around your neck, as though you're slow dancing and starts to slow dance with the guy singing behind you. Oh, okay. What's your name, sailor? I'm uh, Greg. Well, Greg, I'm everything you want tonight and more. That's amazing. So you're the mayor of this town? I'll be whatever you want me to be. Hi, what a large Adam's apple you have. (laughs) Cool. So tell me, what's the best place about Port Rising? Finding your treasure. (laughs) <laughs> I see what you did there because that's your name, yeah. right? That's Yeah, so you had the treasure that we find. That's cool. Um, How much money do you want to spend on, on a fun time tonight, Greg? Oh, see, that's why I'm here. I don't have any money. You don't have any, You don't have a single gold coin that could get you the time of your life, Greg. You see right over there the guy that's drinking the ink? He's she looks over. Patron. He's the guy that's taking care of me and he's trying to find me work so I can get on a ship so I can go find and make my fortune. All right. Well, then you have a good night, little Greg. (laughs) And she gives you a kiss on the forehead. Xander, make a will saving throw, please. Uh, uh, 27. You 
watch her go a little bit. And she walks away, uh, and you linger just a tad. Sildren, um, you are on guard duty with Sir Brenros following wherever he goes, and you see an assailant enter your zone of control, and treasure has arrived. <laughs> Sir Brenros, you <laughs> took off this old, hard, thick, sweaty material, and now you find yourself instantly rearmored by treasure, uh, a working uh, lass. And guard. <laughs> <laughs> she says, hello there. I'm Treasure, and I hear you like to have a good time. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, I, yes, I. Shh, it's you like, don't need to speak. She knows, puts your finger to your lips. <laughs> she pulls it down and looks at the black ink on her hand. Listen, <laughs> just, just a few coins and I can make your night a memorable one. Uh, Children's looking at Brenrose like, hmm? <laughs> I've got a thatch of hay not far from here. A whole thatch? All right. Well, I have some business to attend to, and... Don't you want to play with my thatch of hay? I'll, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to, I'm a... I'm a <laughs> what's in this? Have you had this before? Drink this. I offer the, in the drink of the thick, viscous, inky wine as if she takes it and drinks. Uh, I'm looking over to where Jabraish is. Uh, you do not see anyone by that name or close to it because you are dealing with treasure at the moment. You are uh, a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> Which do I use loosely? <laughs> She uh, takes you by the hand and starts uh, leading you away from the major crowd and oh, no, no, the no, side I have to door. Go over here. I, I make an athletics oh, really? roll, please, <laughs> Sir Brenro. You are a big girl. <laughs> make it with a minus two, please. Holy hell! Which species is she? <laughs> the determined species. The determined species. What? What am I rolling here? Minus two off of athletics. Athletics. A 31. All right, you yank your hand violently away and get a punch ready, and then you calm down for just a second. Opportunity, you know, okay, I don't have that yet. And she, easy, I, easy. I appreciate the, the, oh, this is strong stuff. I appreciate this, uh, but right now is not a good time. Um, th That one there, he's very fond of you. And oh, no, no. pointing it. <laughs> pointing at Sildren. <laughs> All right. She turns around and starts to accost you, Sildren. Sir Brenros, you carry on, and you head past the tables to the far side of the entrance of the warehouse, to the far side of the tavern, where that far wall has been torn down. The wooden wall has been torn down, and it's bright up against the rock face of the cliff that this building is uh, stilted okay. and attached to. Cool. And that cliff face has been carved out with a grotto cave, huge, deep inside, just beyond, and tall, but slightly below. So the roof is at your north normal level, but it drops. So as you walk out right. towards it, you're at a balcony with a, a wooden post that you're on. And you can see about 15 feet below is the bottom of this cave uh, where there's another crowd of people gathered. Uh, make a perception roll as well. Certainly. One second here. 
I have to find my mouse. There we go. Perception of 23. Uh, you are not aware of this for now, but just for bookkeeping purposes, you lose four gold. You will find that later on tomorrow that you have somehow lost four gold. Four gold. Yes. <laughs> and reappears tomorrow. This is lucky four gold. No, it's gone. You will not recognize that. Oh, oh I won't. Re- okay, okay. All right. When you do a count. Uh, you can see in this grotto area, there uh, is a there are stairs that go down on either side. There are people gathered around a flat uh, area where there is fighting going on between two muscular guys. There is a uh, muscular dwarf who's just pummeling and pummeling uh, this uh, tough-looking sailor guy with tattoos who's just getting beat. The crowd is cheering like crazy. You can see there's uh, water that comes in from four corners of this grotto has little streams and the four little streams of water pool together in the middle where they mix with the blood of the combatants and then disappears down a drain. Um, And is collected by a half squid bartender. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can also see down there is a large headed man surrounded by an entourage of people. He looks to be the one of the more wealthiest people you've seen. He's being fed some sort of candy treats by an almost nude male elf. And uh, he and he's just going uh, uh, more and more poundings happening and coins and betting is being tossed around and they're having a great time. Is there anyone acting like a uh, go-between between where he's at and anything kind of like a runner for like uh, placing bets and, and whatnot for make a fight? perception. No, make a society role. Society. Make a society. We'll make you guys ruin not putting points in the society. <laughs> Society says, oh, 16. 16. You don't see anything like yeah. that. But you do see Sildren has arrived right behind you. Sildren, make a uh, perception roll. Two perception right. rolls, please. Perceptions. First one is 32. Mm-hmm. Oh! Ooh. And natural, natural one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Take one of mine. Thank you. Oh. We're going to re-roll. Oh, wait, well, you're yeah, going to get your gold back, I guess. <laughs> or your virginity. I don't know what just... And 31. So All 30, right. 32 and 31. That's huge. Sildren walks up behind your Subrenros, takes your one of your open hand and slaps four gold into it. Um, it was you! <laughs> <laughs> What's this? She really was a treasure. <laughs> Oh, I see. I fell for the oldest of tricks. Uh, this, yes, you got this from her, right? No, from a uh, little, little scully, and that took it from you. Oh, well, and you. and Sildren, you also can see there are several 
protective looking guards that are nearby that person I mentioned, that large headed person calling out for more entertainment, uh, who's again down in the grotto, quite some distance away, cacophony of fighting. You can see those fighters, one's being dragged off unconscious, another is cheering, getting a bunch of coins. Other fighters are being brought in. Uh, and what type of saying? Oh, uh, some guards that are the uh, armed people you can see. What did you get? 31. You can also see even more impressive what look to be uh, cloaked spell casting guards also on the watch for anyone getting close to this inner circle um, of the entourage. I think that one there is Chibresh. He looks the wealthiest of all of them. And those and those and those over there are all protectors of him. We need to move How forward. How can you tell? Uh, before oh. they venture down the <laughs> stairs or anything like that, Yaru will hopefully have seen at least Sildren and Brenros to catch up with them. Okay. And, you... and then the stars in the hat was really what gave it away. But, um... <laughs> Mandatory. <laughs> Yaru, you can, Yaru, you can uh, keep, uh, keep up with them, but then you lose your uh, one-hour effort that you'll be doing. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's totally fine. Good. But before we move forward, we should be, first off, careful dealing with this person. He will surely put up with very little nonsense from us, because I don't feel he needs to, but we just need to be careful approaching him. Yes, it would. Go, Brenos, please. (laughs) With the... Uh, amount of drink he's putting away. I don't know how useful he's going to be to us either. All his <clears throat> drinking and feeding and paying attention to what's going on here. I see yeah. a fighting pit down there. Perhaps one of you could pose to represent me and I could enter into a fight and entertain him while one of you speaks to him. It's an interesting idea. Uh, are people fighting right now? There are two people uh, that are just uh, that are starting the fight, uh, and it's going bloody already. And the drums have kicked in, and the crowd is cheering, and coins are being passed around. So, I mean, Sodern's observing the the combatants more than anything to get a a judge of how how skilled they are in in actual combat. Uh, okay, you watch this. This is Yaru. Yeah, they appear to be. How would I describe this eloquently? Uh, level four sailor types? How's that for lame? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I totally understand is, where you're coming from. Yes. <laughs> is there anyone that uh, Jabresh uh, seems to be favoring? Um, he seems to be favoring the biggest person in each fight, no matter, uh, uh, just raw size, doesn't care about skill or name or anything, just raw size. 
Interesting. Is there a, a period where this fight seems to be winding down that might be taking newcomers, or is there in fact a, a ringleader, a taskmaster? Or uh, you don't see such a... No, you do see one person because the fight seems to wind down for a bit, and both of the guys stop for a second. They're catching their breath, and one yells out, Sticks! And the other one nods, and some wooden clubs are thrown into the middle of the area, and they start going at each other with bats. <laughs> Is there, uh, as uh, Renrus said, for lack of a better word, like a game master of some kind? The guy who yelled sticks, is he in charge of that? No, the guy who yelled sticks was one of the contestants, but the guy who threw the sticks uh, seems to have some sort of uh, MC vibe to him. Okay. Uh, Renrus would like to approach him. And Yaru will kind of stay in the back with Sildren and just kind of like shadow box with his hood still on, you know, (laughs) facing a wall and just kind of... If only you had boxing wraps on the, oh. All right. Uh, The uh, three of you make your way down. Zan, are you doing anything uh, interesting? Uh, I'm going to run up and tell everyone the best song I ever heard about stars. You're going to tell them about your favorite song? You guys, I just heard this best song. This guy was singing about stars, and it was amazing. It went something like this. Uh, I don't remember the rest of the words, but it was really good. Just the one note. <laughs> it was a really good song. <laughs> did, did you hear all of the all of the song? That was that was the most part that I heard. And then <laughs> there was this really big lady who was very scary. I told her to go talk to you. Ha, ha, have pier- that was you. <laughs> <laughs> have Pierce and Felique found their way to the uh, one-eyed squid yet? Uh, no, you had no reason to do that, is my Pier- understanding. Piercy, are you thirsty? I'm so thirsty. I, I could use a good old drink, yes. Let's, uh, let's find a, let's find an establishment. The rest of them will find us, I'm sure. Maybe sounds, we'll bump into them. That sounds good. All right, you guys start asking around for the best place. You get pointed in the right direction and really just wishing you were in a sci-fi game where you could have headsets to talk to each other. But anyways, um, uh, Xander, you catch up oblivious to what's going on with uh, Yaru, who's punching away at the air for some reason. And I guess Sildren's just the hype man right now. <laughs> you're the cut man is what you yeah. are. <laughs> there you go. You're the cut man. And uh, Sir Bernros, you've walked down the stairs uh, with this You're my giant Adrian, dog bro, king come hair. I know uh, you walk down the stairs. You're now down into the grotto. It's hard rock that you're in. You are uh, there's drummers that you're going past. You make your way towards uh, this uh, guy who is dealing with uh, the the organization of some fighters, and uh, you uh, walk up. You also catch the eye of several people in the uh, entourage across the circle on the other side. Sir Brenrose, make a diplomacy roll for some sort of nuanced uh, motion. Diplomacy is a 27. All right. You give, I mean, you aren't known for these circles, but somehow you know the appropriate distant body language greeting that you give to a competitor or leader. What is that motion that you give, Sir Brenros, across the way? All right. He's got some indigestion. He's just like, oh, oh man. Ugh. That squidding gets me every time. <laughs> My heart, right it to hell, Donaghy, right it to hell. <laughs> um, all right. 
you uh, are there with the MC, and he turns around and says, uh, "Hey, what do you got? What's going on? You got oh, you got someone fighting, huh? I got a new fighter for you, and I got uh, money to go down on him because this no this treasures. <laughs> no, Wait, hey, that's not the line, man. That's, that's separate. What are you doing here? In the car. <laughs> Should be back later. <laughs> if this doesn't pan out, there's always that. Uh, <laughs> I have you. I have a new fighter for you, and I have money to back him. Because let's be honest, this is a little boring. Sticks and whatnot. We want the stakes to be higher. How much? But, uh, how much money? How much money are you putting up for your your man? To start, hundred gold. A hundred gold. All right, let's uh, let's see it here. And he opens up a box for so you to put your hundred gold. Roasts have a hundred gold. Well, I'm about so to find out. Haven't let me visit a temple in God knows how long. <laughs> <laughs> Unintended. Uh, uh, uh breaks out ten platinum coins. All right, and, and lets them clink and looks around at the any takers. <laughs> You get uh, a taker for sure, a, a, a wealthy-ish, finely dressed woman is there, a human woman uh, who sashays up and says, I'll take that coin, but uh, that's a lot of coin and I don't know this fighter of yours. So I'll put in, I'll put in 125 for him to take on both of my boys. And she point leans over to uh, two Yasoki that she has behind her, little rat folk just like Piercy. Uh, Xander's gonna do a, a kind of a, a rally call behind, and immediately start with like, "I got two to one odds, two to one odds on the two to one, two to one odds." <laughs> and we'll, we'll start off of. I make sure to show him that I'm talking about platinum here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two to one. Xander's going to start running his own his own Low game, all right. Little game. You have your 125, you have your two. You don't know mine, but I don't know yours, and we keep upping the bet on this. I don't know yours, you don't know mine. I think 150 is fair then. Uh, you hear some ooh from some of the nearby crowd. Uh, she says 150, so be it. And she drops in 1,500 silver. No, uh, she drops in her. One stolen copper. You heard that they're betting 150 on us. We better do a good job. <laughs> and uh, she drops in her 15 uh, platinum coins. Uh, the guy snaps it shut and he says, uh, so be it, uh, you're next. When I uh, call on you, good sir, pointing to you, Sir Brenros, I'll need you to introduce your fighter and, and uh, pump him up a bit for the crowd. All right, Sildrini, you ready? <laughs> Sildren, the meat cut man, nods behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Master Yaro? There's Yaru. He's not master anything. He's novice Yaru. <laughs> novice Yaru. Of the two wins. Two. <laughs> two. Three to one odds. Three to one odds on the novice Yaru going down strong with two to ones. I only have one and three quarters of my wins. 
all right. The fight ends. Some guy ends up unconscious, possibly dead, with a bat cracked up against his head. The crowd cheers. There is uh, uh, the drums stop. The beaten, unconscious, or dead guy is dragged out. More money is exchanged. The winner, with teeth missing and blood dripping down his face, is uh, taken off and given a drink. And the MC of the uh, battle uh, strides out and says, uh, we have uh, some old favorites coming to battle tonight. We have uh, coming from the Eastern Isles, the deadly duo Yasoki. And the crowd cheers and two little Yasoki are doing that motion that Tim is doing right now. <laughs> Somehow they can barely see their four. <laughs> Uh, these two Yasoki, and they are almost in this weird freakish unison as though they've battled like this many, many times before. And uh, in this corner, we have a new challenger. He points at Master Yaru and his uh, manager, Sir Brenrose. <laughs> or you just go for it, Brenrose. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Master of the Three Winds. Ma <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the spectate, this, the spectation, the wonderful spectation. I'm trying to trump it up. The bigness of this fight, you will, you will spectate the most amazing, the most impressive, huge, huge talentful, talent. Sound like fighting. Bush. <laughs> I give you the most impressive fight you will ever see in these aisles. This wonder, this spectacle, this master Yaru of the three winds. And God help those in the front row who stand too close. And Yaru wasn't there the entire time he was saying that, and then he appears. Oh, oh sweet nice. teleportation! They make it a spider to cat. Starts, <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Brenros starts moving back the, the the initial crowd a bit. Okay, unless you've got uh, Gallagher, and he stands covering. there just <laughs> killed Chris. They should absolutely get a penalty for having to fight their natural, their natural predatory enemy. Uh, and Xander, you've exchanged, by the way, a, a lot of coins uh, at this at this poor three to one odd ratio. Um, so we'll see what happens with that when the fight is over. Are you escrowing the whole thing then? So I give you my fifteen coin. No, if your fifteen is already in there, Xander's okay. doing a side hustle over there. All right, side yeah. hustle. Uh, Brenneris would like to join with uh, uh, the wealthy merchant lady and uh, kind of wave over drinks for them as they commence in some degree of chat during the fight. All right. She uh, chats with you. She tells you that uh, she is from um, uh, Azamir, to originally from the south. Uh, she wants to know your business, though. So, so where exactly uh, are you from? I haven't seen you or your fighter here before. We come from Navarre, not far away from where you mentioned you were at. Uh, we tend to wander near Skan, typically. 
And do you normally wander Mirskan in a tube top and short shorts? No, no, this is not my professional outfit. I'm taken to the festivities much like yourself, though not as finely dressed. Uh, Yaru and the two Mouseketeers, you guys have that initial, <laughs> that initial meeting <laughs> right at, right at the, right before the first bell is rung. <laughs> what are you doing there? What do you say to each other to psych each other out? I'm selecting a fighter right now. <laughs> <laughs> This, I love, this is my favorite thing to do. I can do this all day. I can do this the entire stream. <laughs> and um, one of the Isoki jumps on the other shoulders and he's up there. Okay, okay, gotcha, here we go. <laughs> just waving his fists around. And Yaru, what do you say to psych them out before you fight? Yaru will uh, watch them do their roly poly and uh, just say, don't be so eager to jump into something you've barely begun to understand. <laughs> You're doomed. The, the top one looks down and the lower one looks up and then, what, what to say? <laughs> uh, Yasoki, make an attack roll, please. Uh, attack. Please. Is that uh, just a 20? Uh, may, a 20 plus 20. Okay. Ooh. Four. So 24. This fight. With lightning speed, you slap these little limp paws out of your way, Yaro. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do in the initial moment? Uh, instantly, I'm just going to uh, grapple the top one and attempt to throw him off of the right. one underneath him. Make an athletics roll. Both us? No, just him. Natural twenty. Oh my god! <laughs> you can yes. do you can do more than that if you want. Five to one. Five to one. It's <laughs> five to one odds on this one. Too late. I can do this. Okay. Um. Ooh. So. What do you want to do? That's huge. I will. Um. Grab them both and just hold them up. <laughs> Legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll I'll simply wait for the attack to come, and without using a another focus point, I'll just like kind of phase through them, and yeah. grab the scruff of his neck and just dangle him up, and just be like, I wasn't finished with my quote yet. <laughs> And then I'll throw him out of the ring. Oh, he gets <laughs> thrown out and goes flying high and almost hits Piercy and Palik watching from the railing up above the <laughs> Wow, way! I thought they did do one with the Yusoki. That's a Yusoki boost. Piercy, what's that over there? What? And when Piercy looks, I'll kick the Yusoki <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and as I see it flying away, I'll just say, things do not just fall into our laps. You must fight. Uh, Ooh, that you are worthy. And then I'll face the other one. All right, uh, the lady says to you, Sir Renros, and, and what profession is that? Oh, uh, I often take up the knighthood when I get a chance. 
<laughs> but seriously, what profession are you? I travel and explore. I actually deliver on behalf of certain nobles. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. You should watch this. Watch your man's head closely here. <laughs> the other Ahsoki takes his tail and whips it around uh, Yaru's neck. Oh, all right. Um, uh, what else would you like to do and or say Sir Brenros? Uh, you know, it's it's been quite lovely talking to you and all of this, and, and no offense at all. I am trying to find out about uh, uh, that one over there. Uh, Jabesh? Do you think you might be able to introduce <laughs> me to him? You mean Drabesh? That's the one. Yes. I've heard about him. Of I'd course. like to be introduced. Uh, right this way. She looks back and uh, smiles as she sees some tail neck wrapping maneuver going on from one of her guys. And she, she takes you uh, over to the entourage. There you see there are several guards with physical weapons as well as some uh, magical looking protective guards. But you look like a turtle out of its shell so they don't see any threat from you whatsoever uh you walk up and uh she says uh to the uh main folks there uh Debrech, uh i would like to introduce you to uh my fighting opponent uh i didn't quite get your name actually sir Brenros. This is uh, Brenros. He is a, um, uh, a fight master as well as a messenger for some of those special noble houses we know all too well here at uh, Port Rising. The half-naked elf uh, who is almost <laughs> on the lap of the big-headed fellow and feeding candy, chocolate candy, into the mouth, uh, turns around and straddles the big thigh of the big fellow and says, uh, Ooh, you are a messenger then. That's, that's delightful. Uh, come, come, sit close. Would you like some candy? Ah. Uh something else to enjoy the fight with. Oh, Wine no. too, and he <laughs> forces a piece of chocolate between your lips. Oh, Ooh, they're is... so black and inky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Piercy, you uh, look and there's a Yasoki who pulls up beside you, shaking his head, getting tossed out. He looks right at you and nods, recognizing you as his third cousin. Oh, hey, it's you! Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, what you doing here? Go fight! And he dives in, he goes flying back, off! Yeah. Uh, make an attack roll, uh, little cousin. Plus 20. Ooh. 39. 39, you get a critical success critical. on, I think, uh, 39. What's your armor class, Yaru? Uh, yeah, that's a critical success. 27. Your critical success. What would you like to describe in that moment, third cousin? Um, he gets a little bit of a, you know, a, a charge from seeing uh, Piercy there. Off and the he, top rope. Yeah, he goes <laughs> barreling out. And he jumps off the top rope and he and he like just like face hugs uh, Yaru, 
and, oh. and, and just takes, slams him down onto the ground. Oh, the crowd cheers like crazy, and they <laughs> love the, the, the audacity. Pierce, uh, sorry, Yaru, what would you like to do? So I've got one, like, hanging off my back upside down with its tail, like, choking me. <laughs> and and I've got, got this mini one on, me yeah. on your face, yes. Oh, gosh. Um, and you have fallen backwards, knocked you down, smash on the ground. Oh, I'm on the ground? Yeah. I'm on the ground. Oh, oh shit, okay. Mm, what do I want to do, guys? Angry Isoki tail. Just kind of- <laughs> Get up! <laughs> I've got a lot of gold on this! Get up! <laughs> you see, that's I... Yeah, they all my cousins. Oh, you should go. You, the, you, I'll call, how good fighters are they? You should put some money down. Oh, no, we, we don't bet on the family. <laughs> three to one, three to one odds. Yours about to get choked out. Three to one. Feeling a sensation <laughs> of somewhat discomfort in my throat. Uh, I'm going to use another <clears throat> focus point. Hey. And I'm going to key strike myself in the face but there's a mouse in between my fist and my face, so I'm gonna hit the mouse. <laughs> okay. And hit myself in the face. Make an attack roll. The key strike is a little magical extra um, Ryu punch, where you get a plus one to your hit and extra damage. Make the luck roll. Ooh, it's a 32. Oh! 30. 33. 32 <laughs> is a 33. Uh, that is a solid hit. Roll right. your damage. Okay. Just we have some rough idea. That's that, and my uh, key strike does two d six. Oh yeah. So oh. there's an extra three. Not bad, but there's an extra three. So twenty one oh points of damage. Twenty one points candies. of damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes scurrying off uh, like a wounded, scared cat, and goes scurrying uh, back into the crowd. But there's still one left hanging around your throat and. Uh, oh, did I say just one hit? I'm sorry, that was a flurry of oh, blows. Oh, go ahead and make another attack. That's a key strike with two attacks. Oh, I'm sorry, that was the second one. 15, a 31 to hit. Uh, we gotta take the, the oh, first hey, one was 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second You're was absolutely right. You're absolutely right. 31 uh, is another hit. Roll so the hit. first one goes like this and hits this guy in, right here in the face. The second one goes behind my back and hits this one yeah, that's behind you can even my do head. a headbutt into the ground because you're on your back. Oh yeah, okay. I'll just do that. Yeah, make a make a damage roll. Same amount. Eighteen plus. Oh, <laughs> that's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven points of damage. I think of it like only three points of damage, but you do it nine times. Just smash, <laughs> smash, 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 smash. Uh, and Piercy is just taking his hat off his head and just covering. <laughs> Or just Piercy feeling a sense of loyalty. In between each smash, I'm going, looking at Piercy. <laughs> looking at Piercy. <laughs> looking at Piercy. <laughs> Piercy, that's, that's your family. That's, that is. Uh, and I stand up like that old footage of that uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter, and there's blood all over me, but none of it's mine. <laughs> uh, Yaru! Uh, Hey, 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 it's okay, man. Xander, <laughs> what were the odds? Uh, not enough! <laughs> More gold! Uh, Brynrose, continue. I'm wiping myself off. <clears throat> no, it's a little salty. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you I, like my nougat? Oh, it's 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 very. Would you like some more? Oh, no, you want no. some more? No, 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 not right now. I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't want to. Here, put it in your future. pocket. I'll help you. And he puts it in your pocket. Save it for later. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I hear you're someone who could help me, and I am to be delivering a very special message to someone that you know and could get me to see. Man, you're the only one that I could speak to about this. It's it's very, very important. And given that you are one of refinement, I have a wager here that appears to be about one, and I would... The crowd cheers, crescendoing nine times as they just go, oh, ah, oh, ah, as the Yasoki are being pummeled and bashed against the ground. Oh, ah, oh, ah, <laughs> oh, ah. Walla, walla, bing, bang. Hey, hey. As you can see, I, I would very much like to part with some of this coin and to feel that very unfair that I would even be here uh, without your hospitality. Um, would you be able to uh, assist me in exchange for some of my winnings, which are clearly yours for just allowing me to be a part of this? Uh, what exactly uh, did you have in mind? I'm always uh, open to many possibilities. I need to speak to Jakundar. To who? Jakundar, the mayor. Oh, I know who you speak of. Uh, that is Jun Cartlin, Lord oh, Jun Cartlin, as he likes to be called. I have been very terrible with names. I think it's the drink. <laughs> you didn't. Oh, that's all right. I understand. Uh, I believe that could certainly be arranged. You are a, a man of uh, means. Uh, Let's say, let's say uh, half of your winnings for tonight. How much was that? You hear from behind you, <laughs> 125 with a sigh. I thought it was 150. Oh, 150, you're right. Sorry, 150. That's, that's, Sildren says that. <laughs> I believe it was, <laughs> was in character. <laughs> <laughs> So first, like, I'm not letting anyone else get away with this. <laughs> 150 was the wager. Uh, if that's agreed, then yes, I can uh, pass along a, a note that uh, you should uh, meet with uh, Lord John Cartlin. Um, he normally tends to what business he has in the morning. I can give you uh, the uh, secret entrance and where to be uh, comes sunrise, and you have uh, what yourself and uh, your manservant here with the hood, and uh, he would probably like to see your fighter. I could tell him to expect three then. How does that sound? Uh, expect three, and I have others with me as well who should probably come along. Ooh, One in I'm particular certainly bears the substance of the message that I need to convey. How many How many in total? They, they are quite protective. With myself, six in total. Six total? 
I would agree to six total only if a fortnight from now you absolutely bring back your fighter and I will arrange the most glorious behemoth that has ever been seen in these aisles and we will have giants versus flying fists. That sounds like an amazing evening. That does sound amazing. And a fortnight from now, Why not? Let's make an arrangement. All right. He daintily, with a very bracelet-covered wrist, uh, shakes your hand while still sitting on the big, thick leg of this giant, large-headed guy. Uh, He shakes your hand. You come away with chocolate on your hand and Mm. says, Agreed. There is uh, the old uh, elm tree on the east side of the island. Up high. Uh, be there at sunrise. I'll pass along a note, and you will be—you and five others—will be allowed uh, entrance. Very good. And uh, there's more uh, cries as Yaru finishes off the last of the Yasoki in some Ooh. final ah. way. What is oh. that, Yaru? Ah. Uh, oh. After all ah. the headbutts and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> He goes and uh, grabs the tail of the one trying to squirm away under like all the crowd, you know, uh, trying to use a nimble crawl. <laughs> you never knew that, dude. That's not cool. <laughs> it's not like that. I'm celibate, okay? It's not. <laughs> it's part of the spinal cord, man. <laughs> uh, so I'll pull them back and uh, I'll just lift them both up as uh, as we established earlier, and then I'll just look at them both and I'll just say, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I'm very old, and I'm actually very tired now. Are we just doing our job? It's a, it's I'm just, just trying to get information from this guy over there. What do you want me to do about it? Uh, uh, I'll be just doing a job. <laughs> listen, listen, me, me too. Listen, you know what they say, a penny earned is worth two in the bush. So. I, I, I don't think to say that. So why don't I? Take my winnings and I'll give some to you. Yara, I don't fighter's tr- face! Fighter's face! Everyone's watching! I'm going to pretend to push you into each other really hard now. You pretend to be unconscious and I'll be a good man and I'll pick you up and I'll take you away to the infirmary. It'll be fun, okay? Ah. Ready? One, boom! And I, and I just knocked them out cold. You knocked them out cold, you snap their necks and drag them yeah. away. <laughs> and then I just get, yeah, and then I just go have a little Yaru time with two rats. Yaru time. <laughs> oh, don't see me for a minute. Cigars. Then, like, like there's a later Cognac. scene with Piercy just crying over their body. Let's just say I bring children some teeth later. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, all right, Brenros, uh, your deal has been made. Uh, your lady friend um, says uh, that was a good win. Uh, your fighter is quite extraordinary. Would you yes. consider selling him? Ooh, well. <laughs> just, just curious. <laughs> How about? <laughs> How about eight hundred? Eight hundred. Platinum. <laughs> I'm gonna say no for now, but. <laughs> I'll be back in a fortnight. But in a fortnight, (laughs) they have an arrangement. (laughs) All right. Uh, And I didn't get your name. 
Uh, oh, uh, hold on. Let me bring up my uh, database here. Uh, uh, Aelin. Aelin. A-I-L-E-N. Aelin. Aelin, it was a pleasure doing business with you and waits for the coin to pass hands. Not necessarily from her, but from whoever was escrowing the... Pay up! Pay up! I see you sneaking out! You don't get away from the gnome! Get back here! Everyone else, come back in! Come back in! Xanner, you start to collect your winnings. I need you to make a society or diplomacy minus two roll. Society straight, diplomacy minus two, your choice uh, to see how much money you've brought in with all your wheelings and dealings. I will do diplomacy minus two, which is a 27. With a 27, you... Minus two. 25! Freaking Sildren always watching my gold. <laughs> like a brooch or something that allows you to. The group accountant. <laughs> what was that, Alistair? I was saying, don't you have like a super diplomat's uh, Ed, icon Ed, or something? Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's. Uh, oh, I got that back, didn't I? I don't know. A long time ago. Yeah, I don't know. yeah it's the, the diplomat's badge. Yara's having a snack. So, that's already is, inside that. the skill, though. So if that's sure what the is. plus oh, okay. one. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Xanner, you have, what did you get? 25? 25. You have walked away with 175 gold. Woo! Xanner oh. will get up to Yaru and give him 75 gold. Oh, I, I thank you, Xanner, but I needn't this much. Okay. He takes 75 gold. I will take 50. So does the crowd crowd around them. Okay. I need need to bury my cousins. Oh. You don't need to do squat. You didn't put even money on that one. You have a bad bet. But they're my cousins. Well, they were your cousins. Let's just be clear. Yeah, they're in a cat now. They're going to get buried at the end anyway. (laughs) Or at least put in some sand and, like, scratched over. So cruel. So cruel. Oh, you want to say goodbye here? I have one in my mouth pouch. I have a mouth pouch, too. Piercy here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one, this one, I call him Tartar. It's little Peter or whatever the fuck. Oh. It was Petra. Petra. <laughs> I've never been so excited about a fight. That's the worst. Uh, also, uh, Yaru gain a hero point. Uh, Matt, uh, Sir Brenros gain a hero point, and Ooh. Tim gain a hero point. Great that job, pushes guys. me to three. Is that viable? That's, uh, that, well, I'll That's allow it. I'll allow <laughs> it. Uh, and there's a certain amount of uh, platinum that is being thrown towards Brenros. A uh, half you, value, 7.5. Your winnings were passed along to Debrache. That was ah. the deal. Oh, I thought it was half the winnings. Oh, sorry. You were absolutely right. It was half. It was half. Sorry. Do we need to correct everybody? <laughs> Sildren's got it. Sildren, just tell us. It was half. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, uh, yeah, you get that money. And uh, let's go ahead and take our break here. We will be back in a few minutes, folks. Beep and I, it's Xander. Have you ever seen me totally blast a monster with my most powerful spell? Yeah, me neither, but I could! So don't forget to watch us live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. West Coast at twitch.tv slash ingloriousbards. I cast Acid Arrow! 
The party continues at the uh, One-Eyed Squid Tavern Extraordinaire. It's like the destination location here at the Thousand Islands. Boots and cats, cats. that's fitting with what just happened with the beat down. Uh, (laughs) Fist and cats and fist and cats. Uh, Coins are exchanged. I think there was money that was handed to and fro to different people involved in uh, the group and the winnings. Uh, Hirsi seems quite distraught over the uh, fate of his brethren. Oh, Uh, yeah. And by the way, rewatch the stream sometime and you can see the exact moment that uh, Yaru makes an enemy of Piercy. Like, like you can just see it. Uh, cousins. <laughs> Palik, you are uh, down in a, a drink here uh, up above on the balcony area, and uh, a, a trio of sailors sash up uh, beside you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, one of them says, uh, "Hey there, you uh, you look like you're uh, someone who's uh, a bit of a rough and tumble character. What do you say?" Of course I am. My name is uh, Morgatio. This is Togwin. This is Cheps. We uh, we sail out of a ship, and uh, you seem to uh, have an air about you that uh, you might be. Uh, Pretty handy on a on a boat bound for trouble and booty. Oh, I know all about booty. Excellent. What did so, she say? What did she say? <laughs> you can't hear her words, Lisanna. You're down below in the grotto, but you do see her laughing and smiling with a drink in her hand, with three guys giving her all the attention in the world. <laughs> uh, Morgatio says, uh, We've uh, we've got a ship that's uh, heading out tonight in a few hours. The the work is hard, but the pay is great, and we could certainly use uh, someone like you. Um. So uh, uh, she is dressed in her little captain's uniform. Oh yes, that's why. They- yeah. <laughs> why Why would I want to join your ship? I have a ship of my own. You have a ship of your own. Your ship is nothing like the Barnaclin. We have no. the fastest ship out there. We have uh, great uh, success with all our pillaging and our looting. And what and kind of success? We give me, we a take, little, give me a little taste of your success. We take down the biggest merchant ships there are. We outrun any uh, any ships that are trying to uh, cause us any trouble with ease. We walk away. Each of our crew members walk away with a fair share of the treasure. What and kind of you, treasure? Like I said, show me a little taste. He, Your gold uh, 15s are higher 25% of the time. <laughs> he jingles his uh, purse. What's what's in there? That's probably just coppers. I don't believe you. He digs in and shows you a bunch of silver and a few gold interspersed. There's plenty more like that. Who wants all that silver? Silver is practically useless. Give me all their gold. He says, "Look, we're offering you a job. You look like uh, you look like you could handle yourself on a ship. Do you want yeah, the job or not?" My ship. 
You don't understand. She's holding you up, guys. I'm <laughs> Captain Kalik. <laughs> I have my own ship. Why don't you come join my ship? Uh, forget it. And they walk away. Okay. I'm going to, uh, as he walks away, I'm going to attempt to uh, lighten a load of uh, his coin purse. Oh, all right. He turns away. Go ahead and make a thievery roll. Oof. Uh, I'm going to use a halfling luck. I rolled a seven. Okay. To re-roll that. Yeah. How How about a 30? All right, with a 30, you outdo his perception and are able to take the very jangled purse uh, off of him as he just shakes his head. So forget it, walks away. As soon as he spins, gone. it's gone. It's in your hand, tucked away underneath your nice new cape uh, from yeah. your captain outfit. Uh, they walk off and you have scored uh, 43 silver and 12 gold. Nice. But uh, you bailed on the barnaclin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why would I? Why would I go on the barnaclin with those three assholes? That's a great question. We yeah. were about to rob it later. That was your idea. What? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Meanwhile. Uh, oh, crap. Sildren is uh, accosted and you are instantly ready catching, putting your hand over your purse strings uh, and uh, keeping any hands away from your collarbone as manly hands away from your collarbone Mm -hmm. Uh, and you see someone lightly tapping you upon your shoulder as you guys are wrapping it up uh, for the evening. You see as you turn around a youngish man maybe around 2021 well with a, a a young lean face he has on a greenish robe with heraldry you immediately recognize as belonging to the new group known as the Navarian wardens all right and he turns to you and says uh, are you Sildren the druid I am he says, I am Warden Latonis. Uh, I am uh, heading out uh, quite soon. And he waves off some people that are motioning for him to get out of here with them. Uh, I'm, I'm leaving quite soon, but I was uh, uh, told to uh, uh, reach out to you and the rest of the defenders of the realm if there, if I were ever to uh, find you. Uh, you, um, uh, the, uh, um, the, the knight, uh, Sir Brenros, uh, the gnome, uh, Xanar, and there was one more who, uh, who eludes me. Uh, and I, I have found you here. I'm, you on an assi- I'm on an assignment from uh, Commander Idrisil but I'm taking my leave soon. He said I should uh, relay any messages that you might have for him, anything he might need to know uh, what's going on. Just tell him I love him. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) No, tell him I love him. (laughs) Is there any other news you would like to share? (coughs) No, just that. I, 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 an odd request, but I can certainly do that. He'll uh, know what it means. 
Uh, well, he had said you would pass along valuable information on your adventures. I'm sure it's code for something. Uh, and and I, I can just uh, pass along what little I've known. Uh, my assignment was not the most successful, and he waves off his people again. Uh, I would just warn you out here in these waters that there is a, a death ship called Night Skull that should be avoided at all costs Captain if you see Jet. it out here. What do you know of that ship? That is all that I've heard, and people have taken it quite seriously. Um, I've heard of that and uh, of rumors of an, of an island of the damned that slays anyone who look upon, upon the dead walking upon it. And what task has Idrisil assigned you? Uh, Commander Idrisil uh, had heard rumors of uh, an island with a kindly keeper who watched over uh, an old sorcerer uh, uh, who went by the name Majinor, and this old sorcerer had uh, passed away recently. Um, so he sent me to see if uh, there were several uh, sorcerer uh, items of magic uh, that he would rather be uh, aiding Navar and Navar's champions uh, versus uh, any of the pirates uh, out here. Unfortunately, uh, my attempts to uh, even get to the island uh, were thwarted, and I need to find my way back. Uh, to Mirskan. What information were you given about these islands, the island of the sorcerers? Um, it was, it's the northernmost island, um, but uh, I was uh, battered away by a, a fierce snow um, that was uh, quite unusual. And in the middle of the night, our ship was uh, attacked by some sort of uh, creature, some sort of flying creatures that almost shredded all of our sails. So we turned back and got away before our ship was sunk. I see. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I have no message beyond what I have said for Idriso. Very Commander well. Idriso. Then I, I wish you uh, and uh, the defenders uh, safe adventures and, and, and glorious outcomes for Navarre. And to Navarre. All right. And he uh, walks off to join his friends as they head out. And you and your friends are done with the evening, except you have to pull away Piercy, who is finishing up the last of one of his many sea shanties. So what are the last few lines of this one? Bonnie broke his heart and died of a in St. Helena. Give her the top gallant sails. It's a very vague to Baltimore. Drive her, Captain, drive her, and bust the chafing leather. Who's gonna get him? I can Yay! do it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of people that were joining in. They know that famous uh, shanty of the Kingdom Baltimore very well, and they sing it along with you. And the evening comes to a close. You guys get in a, a crappy couple rooms uh, at a crappy little motel-type situation that's clinging to the side of a cliff. And uh, it is the next day. You awaken early before the sun rises. Brenros feels much better slipping on that smelly armor and it just feels like this warm cocoon again. Um, 
as opposed to like a lobster out of the shell and with its pasty innards <laughs> like zoidberg is what keeps coming to my mind <laughs> and you kind of squishes into place that's, that's just how it is you guys uh, make your way to the east side of the island and there you search around and find a strange out of tree out of place elm tree uh, with an obsidian rock that has no business being there. Uh, and, <laughs> just kidding. And uh, uh, yeah, you guys see this tree and you walk up. What do you want to do? It is this big, glorious elm tree that towers over to its right side as a drop of a cliff with waves crashing up against the eastern side of the aisle. You can see the ocean stretching out as far as can be. You can see a couple ships have already head out uh, in this early morning. What color are the leaves? What color are the leaves? They are a fading green color. And this was supposed to be where we're supposed to meet John Carlin. Who have we met in here? The mayor. That wasn't oh. the mayor last night? No, no, that was not the mayor last night. Sorry, the sun's a bit bright here. Who, who's the mayor? <clears throat> John Carlin. Was it one of those two, Yusoki? No. Oh, I don't good. think okay. so. I hope Okay, not. good. Me too. Oh, don't really mention bad. the cousins. I can't say why, but that would be really bad for us. And according to <clears throat> what I had learned the other day, it was that uh, the mayor should be out here at sunrise. Hopefully the sun is too long to wait. starting to rise. The uh, light is, uh, the orange light is uh, coming up over the horizon. And as that happens, you hear not too far away, the sound of a whip crack. Someone say, move, let's go. And another whip crack. And you see coming across these scraggly rocks and grass, uh, is a man with a whip, a backpack around his uh, shoulders, and in front of him are two um, almost completely nude ogres with loincloths. I guess that's pretty common, uh, but they have um, uh, giant uh, packs, crates tied around them, and barrels in their arms, and also tied around them as giant pack animals uh, as they are um, stomping their way and scrambling up these rocks and heading towards you folks. This must be him now. This doesn't look good. I don't want to get eaten! They're just <laughs> ogres. They're you not giants. <laughs> Probably not as hungry. I'm sure they're fed. And speaking of fed, Yaru is just rubbing his overextended fat belly right now. <laughs> it's distended belly. <laughs> like Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving. Um, the guy whips again, and the uh, ogres keep making their way up with this heavy metal barrel, uh, heavy wooden barrels and uh, crates. Um, they grunt backwards at him. He whips again, and this trio make their way up to your group. The ogres stop uh, next to the tree, drop their big barrels on the ground, and then sit on them uh, to relax for a bit. 
Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is uh, the guy doing outside of... He's not doing anything with the barrels, but what is he doing? Is he, he is taking off his pack and is carefully pulling out of it a dangerous-looking chain uh, that looks to be about 10 feet long. It's got a circular loop on one end. He pulls it out. It's this big, thick chain, and then there are sharp, jagged, almost like barbed wire, rough iron bits attached uh, sporadically throughout it, and he pulls and pulls and pulls and just pulls out a ton of this chain, uh, a good 30, 40 feet of this chain unraveling from this metal-lined interior backpack of his. Uh, like a handkerchief from a magician? Exactly. Exactly <laughs> like that. Uh, and he hands uh, one of the uh, and the other end ends with a little loop. And he hands uh, one of the loops, uh, drags one of the loops over to you guys and holds out the loop. Here. Take it. Yaru will grab it. Yaru, you grab it. He then uh, lets the rest of the chain hit the ground and he looks around and roots around and grabs the other loop from the other side and starts walking uh, around this small little area while his ogres just sit there and watch the scene. Um, excuse me, uh, you he would stops. be the mayor of Fort Rising, would you not? No. What are you, some sort of idiot? Uh, who might you be? Hold that, he says to Yaru. And he walks around the giant uh, elm tree and circles around and comes back the other side and is standing right next to you, Yaru. So Tell me, it's looped around the tree. What is the purpose? I assume you're attempting to take this tree down. No, it's the other way around. Now pull! And he starts going backwards and pulling and pulling on the uh, chain. The tree is taking you down. I said pull! You're a whole bunch of idiots! Why not have one of your ogres do that? Simply they're, surely they are stronger. He stops sweating, walks back over to you and says, are you some kind of stupid idiot that can't follow directions or you just got no muscles whatsoever, you old fool? Or do we need someone else? I need someone else to pull. Did you just say no muscles? Okay, okay, okay. I <laughs> roll up my cloak sleeves and I'll pull. All right, you start pulling. He uh, also I'm starts I'm tapping pulling. X as many times as I can. <laughs> Uh, pull, pull harder, you fool! You keep pulling, keep pulling, and the chain with its little serrated bits uh, starts kind of cutting into the tree, just like you mentioned. Little brown sap starts to drip out, uh, and then you hear a deep guttural howl of pain from the tree itself. Uh huh. The tree starts to shift around. You hear this big uh, um, emanating uh, pain uh, from the tree. Branches extend down and they start to form leafy, uh, huge scoops that are about eight feet long. And the scoops reach down and drop down onto the ground, two of them, one in each of its hands. The guy stops with the chain and slowly starts walking around 
to unwind the chain. You see his ogres are picking up their barrels and crates and are moving onto these weird scooped open palms on the tree's hands. Yes, this is weird. What'd you get us into, Brandros? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've not seen anything <clears throat> like this. I, he says he's not the mayor. Yaru will like uh, hand the chain back to him and just ask. I ask you, what did I just help you do? Say. I was told there'd be six of you. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six of you, right? Yes. Let's yeah. go. He puts the chain back in his pack, slings it over his shoulder, and gets on the scoop with his uh, ogres as the tree just shifts back and forth uh, in some sort of moaning sound. So this is actually like, like Sildren's sense is that the tree is actually being caused physical pain is that like truly the tree make a nature roll <clears throat> good question i'm gonna use a hero point because i rolled a five okay and i don't like that five, this is important 24. to children and i rolled a seven so 26 total 26 uh you believe so is my answer okay making a mental note of that what, what what is this, children? What is this? What is he doing? I think we are going to end up in a portal of some sort, but this is so we follow him. Goes against nature in many ways. Um, children will go onto, I guess, the other scoop. I suppose. Okay. Xander will follow. Like, Sildren's mad at this point, though. He's, like, genuinely angry right now, so. I want to know more of this tree, and Brenros will get up onto wherever Sildren is getting up onto. Okay. Halik will get up next to this old man. Sir Brenros? No. The other guy. <laughs> yeah. The unknown person. Okay, so you're uh, uh, next to him between two ogres with very heavy things towering above you. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, Yaro will yeah, get on if there's room next to Brenrus. Sure, plenty of room. It seems our efforts must again rise to the occasion, my he friend. He says, as you all descend, the ground underneath you starts to part and roots start to move. Piercy seems to have something on his mind. Piercy wanted to jump up into the branches. Piercy starts climbing up as the branch arms crack. There's another moaning sound as it extends these arms and starts to descend these scooping hands down beneath the ground. There is a huge webwork of its roots, its magical roots, that it parts as it starts to descend you down through a shaft that has been created in the, this hill. And down through this rock, you are dropped down slowly and and the arms crack again and extends you 10, 20, 30, 40 feet down beneath the ground. Uh, I believe all of you are going down there except for Piercy, who is up above. Yeah. 
Uh, you were dropped down to the bottom, and the scoops touch down in a at the bottom of this shaft. You can see there are some other side passages that go off. There are lanterns here that are all uh, in a blue-hued light. And there are some uh, guys here with weapons that are guards, just casually leaning on walls or sitting on chairs. They see you guys fully armed and armored, or are you guys leaving your weapons behind like you did the tavern up above? No, I had gone Good. through all the effort of getting this stuff back on, so. All right. Renros is armed and armored. Um, they see you guys and they come over and Piercy, you can see your friends disappearing down into the shaft. Um, you can see a little bit of lights. You can see them stepping off of these scoops and then you can, everyone can see these scoopy hands and arms start to rise up uh, again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Piercy's just kind of, just kind of observing what's going right. on and seeing them to the earth. How far down did we go? 40 feet. 4-0. Piercy, you see the arms rise up. The uh, branchy, brambly hands uh, spread out into more natural-looking branches. They rise up out of the tunnel, and as they go up, the underground roots uh, come back in, almost like water coming back into place, and start to cover that up. You guys down below can see the morning sunlight fade away as the roots close over you, uh, overhead, leaving just the blue lights down below. Piercy, you see the hands rise up, the branches start to take a normal shape again, and the elm tree takes its natural shape with you up above, leaving you alone on what appears to be a normal large elm tree and just the wind of the sea. Okay, so I guess I just stay here. <laughs> it's okay, I got it. Down below, uh, you guys are approached by several guards. Two of them have halberds. One of them has a bastard sword. They are all armored in chainmail. And one of them comes up and says, You're the six. Um, well, we're the five. <laughs> five. We were told six, and the ogres walk past them with their goods. I, I think there was some misunderstanding. Uh, one uh, didn't understand how the tree worked. We're first-time members, and we left somebody at the gate, and I'm not sure if you could, you know. New England clam chowder? Didn't Did they say anything heart. about weapons? And the other guy shakes his head. I see you got weapons. Yes, weapons, all of us. You, too. And they didn't <laughs> say anything about it, so let's carry on. Ooh, make it the intimidation plus two, children. Not my strong suit. I don't like to see these rolls. You can do it. Um, yeah. 19? Well, not your strong suit. Let's see. We have Xanner Staff, Sildren Staff, Palik Daggers, Yaru Nothing, Brenros. He says, uh, you're going to have to leave that sword behind. The rest is all right. We have a six-inch limit to the blades allowed <laughs> on this blade. Where, where do you want him to put it? Uh, on the table. On the table. Okay. Let, let, let me put it up there for you, Brenros. Um, no, thank you. That's... Yeah. And then as uh, Polik's going to try to slip it into her bag of holding. 
All right. You head over to the table, make a thievery roll when no one's looking. Uh, 22. All right. Uh, you start to put it into this pouch, and one of the guards looks back and says, Hey, 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 what's that? You're supposed to leave the sword there. Something's fishy. And oh, the guys oh, this... with the halberds back away from the rest of you and have their halberds ready. This sword here? Okay. okay. And I'll, I'll put it on the table. Shit. Make a deception roll, Polik. Make a good deception roll. Oh, natural 20. Ooh. He's like, all right. Sorry, I, I thought I saw something. My mistake. Yeah, yeah. With that natural 20, could I, as they turn around, could I put it in the bag of holding? You put the sword on the table with a loud clank. They turn around to apologize to the rest of the group, and you put the sword back into your bag of holding, and it is secret. <laughs> and I give Brenros a big wink. All right. Now you should give him a nod like R2, and he nods back at you. And the uh, guards motion for you guys to uh, head down a different corridor than the ogres went into. And these are cut into the rock, perfectly smooth floor, perfectly carved sides, um, and very interesting uh, entrance for sure. Is that the old man that brought us down still here? No, he left with the ogres. With the ogres, okay. How many uh, openings are there, or corridors? There are two. Or just two? Two, one on either side. And you can hear the sound of the ocean coming from the corridor you are not heading towards. Just FYI. And that gets further away as we go down? That sound? sound? Yeah, the sound fades away. Correct. And where are we going? We were, where are we going? Yeah, where's the mayor? You're asking this of the guards? Of the guards, yes. Uh, the guard says, uh, uh, his uh, meeting hall is down there. Interesting, interesting. Why isn't it above on the surface? Perhaps at sea level? <laughs> <laughs> he shrugs. I don't make the decisions. Interesting. You're very finely armed and armored for being down here. Are there more of you? Yes. That's very interesting. I have some familiarity with the weapons that you carry. Uh, it's a hobby of mine. A lore I don't uh, get to uh, use often. Lore, yes. Warfare lore. <laughs> Warfare. <laughs> Looking for some like to... <laughs> excuse to use it. Can I roll for you? I just... <laughs> Please ask me a question about your own weapon. <laughs> Test me. Suddenly it's the antique road show. <laughs> Oh, this one's nice. Yes, this actually comes from the third dynasty. But I wouldn't give it more than 20, so. <laughs> <laughs> and follow them down to where we go. All right. They are following you down oh. as you head. Uh, the five of you minus uh, Piercy, who's taking a siesta up above. The five of you, Tim. Tim's just going to play this game at some point tonight. He's just <laughs> waiting for his big chance. <laughs> Uh, got a shanty in. I mean, yeah, that's true. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) 
you guys walk down this corridor lit by the blue lights and it doesn't take long before it empties you out into a conical chamber of quite some size. It is again smoothly carved. At the far side is uh, a, a large step or large platform about five feet high where there are some tables, uh, some candles, and there is a giant stone throne that has been carved out of that same stone. There are about maybe a dozen guards and there are maybe a dozen other uh, members of this lord slash mayor's court of just people sitting in. And I say court and I use that very loosely. These are some sketchy looking orcs, some one-eyed patched pirate types. Uh, there's a goblin or two in here. Um, it's not the most friendly of places. And sitting upon this throne, uh, almost just hanging off of it, is a tall, eight foot tall, muscular minotaur uh, who commands the presence of the room. He's got one horn broken off almost at the base, the other looking quite sharp. And he stares at the lot of you. The sounds you can hear are laughter and quiet jokes being said by people in the crowd that have all eyes on you folks. <laughs> Uh, is there some uh, formality to be observed in the entry and presence of this uh, this uh, mayor or this figure now? That is a challenging one for you. That's society minus three. Society minus three. Um, <clears throat> my, it doesn't really have anything specifically in the skill itself, but I have a well-met traveler. I'm just wondering if I've ever come across a minotaur in my travels. What the heck is, that's a feat that you have? Yeah, it's the thing that gave me Hobnobber. Oh. There, there's like nothing, it doesn't say anything, but I'm just kind of You can flavor. make yeah. a different kind of uh, Yeah, role. I don't have lore or anything like that. No, so. you can make a, a society roll straight just for uh, Minotaur <clears throat> enemy okay. knowledge. Okay. For a Majotaur <clears throat> enemy knowledge, you're gonna get society plus two. Should, really I big ones. should I continue to make this roll? Yeah, you're making a whole different roll. Whole different roll. Society minus three. Here we go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <A What>? Zero. <laughs> I died, 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 died. A big thing. I am big going to. Moose. Moose. <laughs> I'm still spending a euro point to reroll my three. Okay. That is that. Society reroll. Here we go. Oh, oh it got worse. Oh, oh, man. Gosh. This is just recognizing the necessary protocols of which I am clearly unfamiliar with them. Yes. <laughs> Brenros, do you see the big moose? It's pretty cool, huh? <laughs> Certainly one I've not seen um, before. You said they're like staring at us? Oh yeah, there's like two dozen people in here uh, staring. Some are laughing, some are making jokes. You even see like a coin being passed between hands. Mm. Well, someone should make the opening statement. <clears throat> what do we need to say? 
better to just introduce ourselves right you now. Just huddled together, right? Just, <laughs> um, <laughs> just a real quick aside. We're, we're so no, sorry. We're, we're laughing. And we should have discussed this like 20 minutes ago, but it's okay. How far down into the ground are the rest of the Party. 40 feet. 40 feet. 40 feet. Yeah. That has been answered three times now. <laughs> no, it <Sorry>. hasn't. <laughs> How far down are we? 40 feet. 40 feet. It's piercing. We should um, ask. Uh, when there's a chance, I will speak for us. Hmm? Uh, I, don't yeah. I, don't, I don't want you to get eaten. The, og- the ogres aren't here. It's all right. It's a minotaur. <laughs> No, it's a moose. We've been over this. Greetings to you. Hello, I moose. assume and call uh, uh, mayor of Port Rising, who I address as Jun Cartlin. You Lord, hear from Lord you hear from an orc off to the side who's got a goblin on a chain like an attack dog. The orc says, "That's Lord, Lord Jun Cartlin." We address you and wish to part with a message from the King of Navarre, who we stand as emissaries for. And listens to see if that's received at all. He looks at your group lazily as a plate of chicken and a big uh, wine goblet are brought to him that look uh, oversized, but also not necessarily fancy at all. And he takes uh, some of the chicken and rips it apart and takes a big old bite of sinewy meat and goodness and chews while looking at you. For more on this matter, I give way to our knowledgeable and wise gnome who will speak further on these matters. Sir Brenros, make a introductory diplomacy roll minus two, please. Yikes. Uh, Diplomacy minus two. Here we go. Is an 18. A total of 18. Xanar, you are minus one to everything you do diplomatically for the rest of this scene. Okay. <laughs> tough room. Tough room. Tough room. <laughs> you left him cold. Warmed him up. <laughs> Lord Jun Cartland, hail! We are the defenders of the realm and the champions of King Phaon. We are here on a peaceful mission as emissaries to confirm that we can pass through Port Rising to Ivoron and perhaps even find ways to free you or rid you of the dangers that you may encounter on the seas. He pulls back his goblet with wine dripping down his, between his uh, sharp looking teeth. And he says, step back. You step forth and points at the halfling thief, Halik. Hello. Step forth and be seen. Here I am. Bleak strides into the center and does a curtsy or something. What the yeah. hell? I don't know. Okay. 
Uh, Palik stands forward. Uh, he just looks at you over and cocks his head. Disappointing. He snaps his fingers and you hear a sound and the feral goblin being held by a chain. It comes moving quickly with its orc master behind it and comes right towards you. And the orc is laughing his ass off while the goblin is coming. This is a weird feral goblin and they are moving crazy like some weird sadistic attack dog right at you. And the thing is coming right at you, Polik, and it's gonna try and kill you. Here we go. Oh. Uh, you try to brace yourself, and it's only a, a total of 18 to attack you. Oh, man, I dodge, I dodge it successfully. Dodge handily. What would you like to do? This little goblin's right there, and the orc who's on the other end of the chain is like, get her, get her! I'll uh, do like a kind of a spin around and address the uh, minotaur. Is, is this how you treat all of your guests? The goblin then attacks again for a 25. Still misses. Still misses? What would you like to do or say? You gonna call these off or are we gonna have to deal with it? Is is, uh, Palik adjacent Grenros? Uh, Palik is 15 feet in front of you. Um, Grenros is gonna break a little bit of protocol and just advance a little bit uh, to get uh, close to Palik. How I'm close is close? Dog. How close is close? I'd like to be adjacent. Okay. You start, you start to move uh, close to her. And as you do that, the orc lets go of the chain so the goblin can go nuts. And he draws and attacks with his own weapon as well. The goblin has a 27 to hit. Um, That will hit, but I'm going to um, nimbly dodge it. Okay. As a, rea- as a reaction, I gain a plus two circumstance bonus to AC. Oh, nice. Uh, you dodge out of the goblin, sidestep at the goblin, oh, no, no, tries to get you. The orc draws and swings twice, easily misses with a 16, and his second attack is uh, 22, which is, I believe, a miss as well for you. So- swing, swing. I'm going to draw my rapier and my dagger and address the Minotaur for the third time. All right. You're going to call these guys off or are we going to have to deal with them? He chuckles and bites into his chicken again as some of the crowd starts to cheer. We came here with an invitation and some reasoning. You are attacked again by the goblin. Uh, this is a 24, ooh, 28, and a three. 28 will hit. All right. The orc, total miss, 22, and a total miss. Misses swing, swing, and you're able to just parry with your rapier, parry with your rapier. The goblin, though, does get a bite on your ankle for 13 points of piercing damage. Uh, Brenros being adjacent? Yes. Will block the entirety of that as the goblin gnaws on his shield. Okay. Ah, this bites onto the shield. Ah, ah, ah. It does not exceed the 15 hardness, so all of the damage is absorbed. <laughs> is absorbed. That's perfect. Uh, did you want to do anything? You, you, you could retributively strike or do something else? Uh, the sword is not in my hand. Do I? I do know it's in the bag. Yeah. 
I gave you a knowing wink. Is like, do you want assistance in this way? Or do you think you can No, you this? can't talk to her. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to... Well, hold on. Brenros, what do you... Oh, Brenros is not drawing. He just happened to just block the shield, luckily, with the, the goblin. All right, Palik. I'm going to continue. I get uh, Brenros with Brenros's block. I feel like uh, that was a pretty good distraction, and I'm going to get behind the orc and uh, hopefully get a sneak attack on him. All right, make an attack roll or two. Huh. <laughs> All right. uh, I'm going to use... Uh, ugh. Yeah, I'm, I, I can give you one. No, 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 no. I'm going to use happened? my... I rolled a natural one. Oh. I'm going to use my oh. guiding luck, though, to re-roll that. Yay, halflings! Yeah. Yeah. And a total of 30? 30 is a... For that guy is... No, that's a 32, because you have flanking. 32, yeah. 32 is a critical hit. Oh. Nice. Boy! Whoa! And the dice keep coming. Uh, hold on. Big roll. More rolls. So uh, 36 points of damage. 36 points of damage is a brutal cut to the lower back. Blood comes squirting out ah! as you dive into the kidneys of the orc. You have one more attack left. Uh, I will do it. With another total of 30. Uh, that's 32. 32. That is a critical hit. Jeez. There we go. Oh, oh my god. So much damage. So 50 more points of damage. <laughs> uh, and you can take that guy down any way you'd like. I'm just going to uh, strike strike him like right in the back. Like give him a little right right into the, the kidneys and lung area. And then my second attack, I'm going to uh, like take out both of his heels, like Achilles heel, like just slice both of his legs and drop them down. And then I'll stand on top of him and point my rapier at the goblin and address this fucking bag of shit again. All right. Is this sufficient? You want me to keep going? How much of your court do you want me to take down? Very nicely handled. The goblin, by the way, pays you no heed with your rapier or your sword pointed at it because it's just still gnawing on the end of the shield, even though Brenros has lifted up off the ground. It's ha ha holding on to it with its He's legs so kicking. Cute. I'll name him Shieldbiter. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Distant the... cousin. <laughs> the Lord Junkartlin. Drinks heavily again. Not bad, little one. You have teeth. So the king sent us to repair some relationships, maybe. Get some trade routes going. We came here with an idea of trying to stop your little dead pirate, your undead pirate problem. But with the welcome you've given us, I'm not sure if we want to do that anymore. I had a deal, and there was trade with your council, but that has stopped. Your council is gone. So, uh, 
our council is gone? So you're just going to renege on your word to the king? I am stopping trade because the sea between the Isles and Navarre is not worth the loss we're taking. It's far more profitable for us to go back to our old ways than continue with this reckless trade. Our ships are being sent to the bottom of the ocean. It's a waste of coin and good men. I feel and like all of your trade, whether it's with Navarre or not, is going to have some problems with this rogue pirate. Better we f be on our own in ships of war than in fat, slow trade ships. I have listened to people like your counselors. I've been told there would be word coming from the new king. And I've changed our ways to grow the Thousand Isles. But this isn't working. Uh, uh, sidebar. Oh. Are the Thousand Isles separate from, like, Ivoron and Navarre and... Yes. Okay. They're their own kind of city-state. Entirely. Uh, okay. Good question. Carry on. And Reverse. it is not just this skeletal captain who plagues me. We have ice from the north that should not be there that has cut off all our trade with Ivoron. What does that, what, ice? There's, your ships are getting stopped by ice? Any ship coming to or from Ivoron is turned back by storms that should not be there. Heavy snow, hail, where the ships disappear. This is a curse upon Ivoron, and now it seems a curse upon Navarre. So we must return to our old ways of survival, and that is becoming a nation of those who take what they need. Where are you going to take it from if, if this... This un this pirate is uh, plaguing all of your lands. You're going to take it from yourself? We will take it from what ships we can find in, out of Navarre. We will take it whatever we can eke through to Ivoron. Perhaps Jarvain, per definitely Thave. Azimir, we would not touch. Why? Why not it's Azimir? Azimir. It's the wizards. I know what it is. I just wanted to help. No one listens to me anymore. That, mm, that's not true. We'll talk about this later. But what, what, what I, I feel like if this problem was taken care of, it would be profitable and uh, likely to, to make our relationships better, correct? Make a diplomacy roll minus one for Brenros. Uh -huh. <laughs> that shouldn't sorry. plague me. <laughs> I'm oh, yeah. sorry. I plague everybody. Uh, 22. 22. And how would the likes of you help with these curses? 
Well, we've got some information. We like some more. I feel like you've probably been in charge around here for quite some time. Is that safe to say, Jun Cartland? Mayor, Lord, whatever you want to be called. You hear from the dead orc uh, at your feet. Lord Jordan Carlin! <laughs> Continue. Would it be safe to say? You didn't answer my question. I said continue. <laughs> so what do you know? What information can you give us about this Captain Jagged? We've heard several different accounts of what he's done. We've heard accounts that he comes around every 10 years and it hasn't been 10 years since he was here last. What do you know of him? What information can we glean from you? And you think an assassin with a dagger and a sword can make our trade accessible again to end our curses? Who are you but a messenger? If all you see in front of you is an assassin with a dagger and a sword, you're an idiot. There's laughter from the crowd, including uh, Lord John Cartland himself. It wouldn't be just me. It would be everybody you see in front of you, plus countless others. And if that's all you see is an assassin with a sword and a dagger, then we should be done here. You can make out your living by plundering from your own people. See how long that lasts you. Your little building down here, your little tunnels and everything will soon be collapsed upon your own arrogance. Enros takes a step back. (laughs) He says, uh, then so be it. Make a diplomacy roll uh, with no minus. I rolled a five. I'm going to use a hero point. Fuck. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Fuck. Uh, 21. <clears throat> Get a thumbs up from Xander anyway. That's a good line. <laughs> That's a good line. He says, be gone. Your lives are yours. Okay. This, you will soon regret this. When we come out, victors, the king is not going to want to have anything to do with you. And you will um, soon be replaced. Be gone. <laughs> And another thing! <laughs> uh, Palik uh, jumps down off of the ogre and uh, grabs the collar of the goblin and yanks it off of Brenros's shield and, oh, throw- and throw- throws it at uh, Jun Carlin's feet. Okay. Um, it starts shrieking and starts to immediately start scrambling right back towards you. Can, but can, uh, can Brenrose do something? Sure. And Brenrose pulls out like a little treat. And goes. 
The yes. goblin comes racing back over towards you and is going to attack you, Sir Brenrose. Here it comes. Uh, oh, with the natural one. Uh, it it's, takes uh, the treat. It tumbles. <laughs> it takes the treat and settles down a bit. Like, All right. looking around, just, just Brenrose will pick it up and hoist him under his arm and done walk him out <laughs> okay and Brenros leaves with treasure in hand <laughs> new familiar <laughs> the bet goblin that's gotta be racist somewhere <laughs> well, I thought you did fine uh, this I wish I felt like that this does that's not feel you. like a good victory it's not a victory this is terrible he's a minotaur at least he talked to you. I don't know why no one listens to me anymore. I I'm very good you. at diplomacy. You, you, you are. You are. We knew it was going to be difficult to talk to him. This is us just walking out as we're yeah. 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 The, yeah. the Rudy off the field kind of thing. Uh, we knew it was going to be difficult to talk to him. He wasn't going to be just as accepting, especially with Captain Jagged wandering around in the seas. But I think you did well, despite those odds. Thank you. You arrive back out in the uh, bottom chamber area. The guard, three guards had followed you. One goes over to a root that's hanging out from the ceiling with some discolored liquid on the ground and he stabs it with a dagger and the ceiling parts open, the root ceiling parts open above, letting in the sunlight and giant scooped hands descend down uh, and uh, touch down upon the ground to take you back up. The question now is... What do we do? Exactly. Captain Jagged still is out there, and you have my feelings on that. Hey, hey there you are. Oh, I'm up here. Where the fuck have you been, Brandon? Uh, shit. <laughs> I'm right here. Pierce Sandwich. Um, I'm a here. Where where are you being? We needed you down there. I did ya now. I yeah. could I could have won the battle. You might have. Do you, do you happen to speak uh speak uh, Minotaur? Uh, uh no. No. Yeah, well, he's an idiot anyways. He wouldn't even talk to me! Me! Next time I'll let you wear my little captain's hat, Piercy. Or, man, I'm God, all you're all over it. You're all over it. You guys are back up on top of the hillside uh, with the tree. Uh, the ground seals up underneath you. The ocean is crashing up against the cliffside. And what would you like to do? Next. Uh, Sodom's going to try and commune with the tree for a minute if he can. Um, okay. Just to get a sense of, I don't know if he can help it in any way. How would you like to help it? Uh, to prevent <clears throat> what's the ability for them to manipulate that tree is how I'd really like to help it. How would you like to do that? I have no idea. Try your, like, um, what's the thing you do to dead bodies? It's the wild uh, empathy, and it's it's for a creature only, so I don't think it would function for the tree. Is is that even a real tree? It might just be magic. You would know more than me, but it it might just be... It is a living thing and it is in pain when it serves the 
purpose that they create for it, which I don't think is what its intended purpose is and is not natural as far as I can tell. And it does not sit well with me, but I'm not sure it is something I can do anything for at the moment. Probably not the last time we'll be here, so maybe when we come back and exit that Cretan off of these islands... How about I check something? Uh, Xander will detect magic on the tree. Uh, okay. You detect no magic. I think you're right, children. I think that's how this tree is made. It's not extra magic on this one. And it's not here to be much we can do for it at the moment, unfortunately. A sword is yanked out of a bag of holding and handed back to Brenda, yes. I assume. No, I almost forgot this. Thank you. Of course. I almost forgot. It's... Oh, Piercy, you also see that there's a new member of the party as well underneath Sir Brenros's arm. Oh. Very fighty goblin. Oh, uh, yes. Nice. That's an unfortunate. I'm going to call him Nibs. Nibs. I like that. Okay. Uh, does, does he have a weapon? If I put him down, he's going to bite someone. <laughs> he is a weapon. That works, yeah. It likes to be pet, Piercy. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch him around the ears. <laughs> I don't um, understand. A minor, minor trifle. It, <laughs> I take into him. He's, he's so cute. He's adorable. Hey. And um, anyway. So that wasn't all futile. We did learn something we didn't know, that getting to Ivoron is maybe not possible. We also learned where this storm might be. It's the... No, Renros would not know that. Renros keeps quiet. So where... Well, it's, we have the the blood gypsy told us we had to pass through the eye of the storm, and something about an isle of the dead, which I think we have already seen, and Both. the hazen depths that we would have to should go to before we try and face this problem alone. Super epic. Back to the taint, then? Into the eye of the storm, I believe. Yeah. The brown eye of the storm. We didn't want to walk to Aberon? We can't get to it. Says who? Says that big piece of shit downstairs. He said all of his ships have been Mm. turned away because of the storm. If we sailed back to... Navarre and ride, perhaps. That could be we a are. slower way to get there, but a way nonetheless. I do not like the idea of leaving these these. I, I agree pirates. with you, Palik. I agree with you. We should handle this matter first. 
But if we cannot get there directly to Averon, we still have a way to get there. It will take more time. And I am very old. I just wish we had something that was super magical. Like that would just blast us out there. Like we, we have sail the ship. We, we have like, you. Go. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty amazing. Let's not be rash. That's what I just said. There could be a lot of other things. Like what if we were able to just like teleport a whole ship the way Brent was, or I'm sorry, the way Yaru tr- tr- transfers himself. Xanar, what? The, you, you remember in Mirskon, the place you took, you took us to on top of that roof? The magical place. You disappeared for a moment. You said you teleported somewhere else. I did. Do you, are there, do you have the ability to teleport there from here? Don't be silly, no. I do not know the extent of your magic, I'm sorry. That's a very special place, that's the Nexus. It, it has those books that, that teleported <laughs> us back and forth out and around, but I can't do that without being in there. But that would be cool! Are you, are you wanting to... Zayna, are you not wanting to try to, to, to... Are you not wanting to take care of this Captain Jagged? You just want to go to Ivoron? I... I like I, the Nexus. I, it's a good place. I don't like to use the word afraid, but Captain Jagged's unkillable in a ship that's unsinkable. But we know how to weaken him. No, we don't. Brenros mentioned earlier something about stealing an object in order to weaken him. I am not sure I understand. To make him mortal and more dangerous, that's right. Were Were you guys in that gypsy's shack with me? Apparently not. Let's replay the episode. Yeah. We have we have to go to the Hazen Depths. And there's an old ship there. Probably the captain's first ship or original ship when he was still a mortal being. To right. go to such a place is going to be very dangerous. Of course. This isn't to be taken lightly, but I don't think we can ignore it either. It's not a problem that's ever going to go away. Well, in that case, let's go! We have to find the Hazen Deaths. God dang it! We know where the storm is. We have to go through the eye of the storm. We were given two... Pierce doesn't know that. Two clues and two ways to weaken Captain Jagged. One was on the Isle of the Dead, which I believe we left, uh, where the Napers Wake was. And the other is this Eye of the Storm. It seems like the Isle of the Dead is the closer of the two. Well, that was Mandolin Bay, right? Yeah, I wouldn't, is the Island of the Dead is probably what uh, Carrot Man was talking about with all of the undead pouring out of the temple that I think is something else that we have been searching for. Yes, that is another temple of uh, he who shall not be named, let's say. Well, 
wouldn't wouldn't an island with a temple of undead crawling out of it probably be called undead island seems like that would be also in our wheelhouse as well well it does quicken my spirit to know that there is something out there I would take the sword to all of them if I could let's do it yeah let's do it to the taint you guys are back at the taint you climb aboard on the way, I kind of want to trail back with Sildren and have a, have a minute. Okay. I know, I know some tensions are tight with us with the matter of money, which is stupid. Um, I don't have a lot of money, but I do have a present for you that I hope will stave, stave you off for a little bit. And I want to present him with this elven fancy dagger. I think this is probably something from your people. It's certainly going to be better in your hands than mine. Uh, Yeah, Sildren takes it. It's Uh, in the party sheet. We'll inspect it. This will settle whatever debt maybe between us yeah it might i couldn't tell but it might you might have uh, some special properties to this as well i will sleep with it if not it will it will look very good tucked into your belt now my question is when palik is doing these long speeches if a new viewer is watching you, Seth, what must they think with such a voice attached to such a big guy? I think that's so <laughs> interesting. And I don't know if you guys know this or anyone listening. We had someone say uh, on season one, uh, you had the very high-pitched uh, goblin. Yeah, yeah, um, pretty pretty similar to Polique. Yeah, but very, but even higher-pitched a goblin. And someone just said, yeah, the voice is just so weird and so jarring when you slip it out of character. Character and I had to tell my friend it's just so fake. And I was like, yeah, he spent a long time getting that high pitch just the way he wanted it. And he said, what? No, no, no. The deep voice is the fake one, right? <laughs> they literally thought your deep voice was of you were making fun of things or something. It's crazy. That would be very weird. <laughs> uh, you guys are on board the taint. Uh, where do you want to tell uh, Captain Mad Eyes to go? What's your plan? I believe looking at the rest of the group that we are back to mandolin bay and the island of the dead but is is that the i i don't think that's the same island where was the island that had all the dead people on it tom i don't know I don't eat. You're a bastard. I was just sailing around where you go. If you we, where is the neighbor's wake? Like if we can get, if we can look at the map. I yeah, believe, look at the map. I believe Caradmon pointed it out to us. Oh, Sir Cardamon. Cardamon, whatever. Caradman. He's been very helpful. He's been, a, he's been an excellent crewmate. Haven't you, Cardamon? Ah, let me off of the line. Uh, you are able to look at some maps and can see where uh, Caradmon had pointed. It is nowhere near the Mandolin Bay. All right. Well, to this island then. 
Uh, also, and yeah, and let me think. Uh, Captain Mad Eyes on board your ship does not know anything about that island. He oh, does yes. point out to the west a spiraling mark, circular spiraling mark uh, that is the uh, uh, great storm uh, over the Hazen Depths. Not to the Go north, ahead. as you were thinking, but to the west. Um, as we as we get back to the docks, um, realizing her mistake uh, after Xaner called her a dummy, uh, wants to see if the Barnaclin is still anchored there. Barnaclin is not anchored there. God. You check a bunch of the ships. And, Damn it. Uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Not there. All right. You guys are uh, setting sail for where? I can think of four or five different destinations. Would you like me to roll a dice? I can just uh, pick one of six. Whatever we wanna, you like. We want to go to this, mis- this island you've never heard of, right? The island of that, the dead? Yep. That's... I mean, they... Do you know which one? They, they called it a thousand isles. For it's reasons. northwest half a day's sail. It's this one that that Cardmon pointed out they that point we looked right at to the other the day. Yeah. This Where did you get me map? How did you do that again? All right, you sneaky thieves. We'll go to the point of the map. Gimlet. Yes, sir. Yes. Go here. Of of course. Uh, right away. Uh, that'll be that's. There's at least five aisles out that way, Captain. It'll take a while to search them. This one should be easy to find once we get close. Aye, aye, mini captain. And and what should we do about oh, that? that's right. <laughs> what, sh- what should we do about that green little nasty dog? <coughs> oh, aye, that'd be one that we'd just be tossing over, Giblet. So All no, right. No, 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 Sir Brenros to toss your goblin overboard. This, I, 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 will, I will look after this one. He's, he's, he's personal valet at this point. Sir Knight, I tell you one thing would be true. I know a lost cause when I see it, and there be some things that be better left just put down, if you know what I mean. I'm a goblin, and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I couldn't do it. You, you look into his eyes. His eye, his eye. I just now noticed this. It's one eye. I. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, just, just. Uh, I'll, I'll set him free on the next aisle. That I wouldn't be good for anyone there. I just can't part with him right now. Look at how cute he is, Captain. There'd be nothing <laughs> cute. <laughs> All right. All right. If big. you need to tie it down, the head's down below, and you can chain it up if you need. Yeah, big, big. I'm going to call you Big Captain now and give you a little uh, tip of the hat <laughs> with my captain's hat. Uh, back to you. <laughs> 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 And the taint sets sail out from the uh, port rising town. You uh, set sail, start cutting through the waves and making your way towards the area on the map where there are several islands. Uh, Captain Mad Eyes, you have uh, about, I don't know, late, late that night. It is dark. The ship is still making uh, headway with some wind and there is a knock upon your door. Ah, what? Hey, hold on. All right. Who goes there? You open the door and just your hat. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Captain Mad-Eye, it's, it's me, Kimlet. Uh, I would like, like a word with you, sir. 
All right, Gipper, get in here. He comes in, closes the door, wipes his feet. Uh, uh, sir, I, I've, I've been with you uh, many months, and uh, I'll, I'll follow you anywhere. But uh, a bunch of the lads there, they're more than worried about this, uh, this isle we're, they're having us take us to. It's, it's got, it's got, it's got, it's got bad juju, sir. Uh, there's, they keep saying dead, and they, uh, they've got only a couple swords, and, and, and with, uh, with, uh, the, the night skull prowling the waters, uh, we fear that, uh, uh, we may not come back alive. Oh, dear Giplet, I be as well concerned as ye. There be many a treacherous things out these waters. There also be many treasures to behold. And as we've never seen many of these islands, we shall know that there should be all sorts of manners of things, not just for our fair, well-paying guests, might I remind you. They be part of the king, and if he says go, then they go with that. But we will never put the Great Taint in super danger. We'll never put it in a way that will completely get us destroyed. And if need be, God rest their souls, we will avoid them and leave them on the island to die themselves. For we'll not go down with the great tainted waters. I've got your word on that, Captain. You can bet my beard on it. I'll tell tell the lads, we're with you. We're with you 100%. 100%. All right. Stop bothering me in the dark. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, and uh, you go back to sleep. The ship cuts through the water all night. Anything interesting you folks would like to do? If Brynros feels he's engaging the dead in mass anyway, he's uh, in full prayer, full tilt prayer. Uh, he's just got like his... drenched in sweat, just pumping those yes. prayers out, getting <laughs> no, ready, montaging. Yeah. <laughs> montaging. Close the door, I'm praying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sultrin will uh, inv- um, inspect the dagger of Ethlian and see what that's all about. All right, make a roll. Just a 20 sided die roll. Just a 20 sided die roll. Eight. <laughs> checking, checking, checking. Um, you don't know of any purpose or additional value or magic behind this blade, other than it looks nice. Give it, um, uh, Sander. I was wondering if you would take a look at this for me. I can discern no special purpose for it, but I feel it may have one. Uh, good uh, news. I have an idea. I think it's a dagger. Cut things with it. Sharp on this side. Very helpful. That's exactly what I wanted to know. That's what I'm here for. Great. Love that. Uh, Did you want me to like to take magic on it or see if it's a magical thing? Just muttering down the hall. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. I'm just... Why don't you keep it for a little bit and see if there's anything you can divine? Okay. It. Not that I want anything to do with this dagger at all, but I do have a question if uh, if uh, uh, this Athelian, this place uh, named Athelial, I think was the name, Athelian, is that yes. within the Bisran Empire itself? 
Uh, it is not. It is, it is its own organization, its own mini town kingdom. It is the kingdom of the high elves. They were. They are far to the north of Varen, um, and they were directly connected to the Baizren Empire of three different uh, kingdoms just around them. Uh, when the Baizren Empire fell, that really cut off and isolated uh, the elves. So they're very distant. You have the more wood elves uh, near Ivron and then you have far more to the north, uh, the Ethelian uh, High Elves, who okay. are a, a bit standoffish and aloof for sure. Thank you. Uh, Xander, make a 20-sided die roll, please. Just 20? Yep. Yeah! Mm, it's a nine. <laughs> nine. You have no additional information I can provide. It's 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 not a pairing it's knife. So helpful. That was that was great. We just, it's, thank you so much, Sandra. That's, I told uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just going door by door. Will you look at this and tell me what? <laughs> Did you still have that scroll from the ship? I can take a look at that too. Oh. Yeah, you got a scroll case from the ship with the paintings. I think, I think there was a note in there, not a magical scroll. Yeah, that's not true. Who keeps notes in scroll cases? Let me see the scroll. Just uh, it was, it was a, a note. note. You guys are dumb. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't meta your frustrations, us. You have no again. <laughs> It is the next day. It is uh, closing in past morning, closing in towards noon. The sun is high. It is cold, colder than you expect. Uh, those of you without a uh, warm garb, they have some uh, extra for the crew. So you have some warmer coats to throw over your shoulders. Uh, the wind is cold but strong, and the taint makes its way through the waters and past uh, several islands in the morning. The single old finger from the cardamon, uh, cardamon the guy you rescued, you know, hits several actual real islands out there, even though it's a single dot on the map. You pass by several of them, uh, weird misshapen things, things barely sticking out of the water, a tall uh, cliff, almost like peg, giant peg sticking out of it. But then you come across a slightly larger one you can still see from the ship almost end to end of this island. It is maybe several hundred yards uh, across. It's still not particularly large. Um, but this island definitely catches your attention as you close in, as you see there are people upon there trying to get your attention and a whole bunch of them. And as you get closer and closer, you see that they are not alive. The island is swarmed from one end to the other with walking corpses. You can see in the center of this island is a squattish looking structure of stone. And um, you it is completely surrounded wall to wall with these undead. Several step into the sea, but they don't get far and they kind of step back or they slowly just get uh, washed away. And uh, those of you watching from the distance, uh, there's Piercy looking through a spyglass right now. And 
And Piercy, you can see uh, uh, on that little temple-like structure a symbol of a star with a sword piercing down through the top. And we will stop there for ah, tonight. Uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in. It was a great, very interesting session. Uh, I've got some questions in the after show, I think. Uh, and we will see you next time. Thank you.